everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons, Dice and Dudes, where we take those three things, mix them together, and magic happens. <laughs> we all went out last night. We did. Yeah, can you tell? <laughs> those voices are going to be extra. You may not recognise these voices, which is why I'm going to tell you that today we're joined by George, who normally plays Sabine. Yo. <laughs> Damelo, who normally plays Quinn. Hello. And Sai, who normally plays Owen. Hello. Uh, no, no Rob today. He is ill. Not ill from inducing a lot of alcohol, but just ill. Just general ill. It will soon. General ill. General ill. <laughs> 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 How's it going? That doesn't even work. It's not, that's not. Anyway, look, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, hello. So yes, um, we're uh, we go through the 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 regular stuff up top, uh, and then we'll get into a little bit of an explanation as to what we're doing in case you are jumping in for the first time and kind of give you an expectation of what's going to be happening. Um, but first of all, Sai, um, I'm gagging for you to tell me about socials me me I'm just happy to give you the information mate I love me space (laughs) Um, space (laughs) so obviously you're listening to a podcast right and sometimes subscribing to the RSS feed just isn't enough Uh, so you want a few sometimes so sometimes you want to um, use like a app application are we familiar? It's better than a website, but I don't think we've got time to get into it. Um, So there's a few that you can uh, listen to us on, and those would be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Wait, there's actually a list. Yeah, there's yeah, a list. I thought these are all made up. No, they're all no, no, that's, oh, that's wow. all. Yeah, <laughs> these are all. Yeah. They're, out, they're out there. They do exist. <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're everywhere. So um, pick one at random. Maybe just uh, on like a little dartboard. Put a dart on there. That could be your... I won't stop talking. Dart. Another word for a cigarette. Down under. Damn. Could you pass me a dart? Yeah, and go to the guy I saw and have a dart. And you got a spear? Not for you yet, cheap bastard. Nice. That was a bit. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd invite some mates over. <laughs> <laughs> some great mates. Some great mates. Yeah, they're just having some cigarettes outside. Do you want to go join them? Oh, do you mean darts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. I genuinely, yeah, I thought that was always improv, and you just made it up every time. <laughs> just made up the same just, ones. <laughs> yeah, you just got on the ones that you would normally say. Wow. No, no, that's all, uh, those are all legit businesses. Hey, there's always growth. Uh, anyway, also, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, I'll throw to George and then it'll give you a little bit more time to think about um, the different social media platforms. Yeah, I think I'll do that. A tweet. <laughs> George. Hello. You love video, don't you? Oh. And you're, are you still riding high on like video being big or? You know what, after after VHS 1 and Max, I'm just, I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> you know, next up. HD DVD or Blu-ray? Who knows? Uh, who knows what's going to go where? Eh? Um, but yeah, video is pretty big right now. It's popping. 
You gonna tell us about it or? No, <laughs> that's that's it. That's the bit. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. So we uh, obviously live stream on Twitch for those of you that are watching live now. Hello. Hello. Give a wave. We are Hi, back. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's why I need to get to affiliate. I want to affiliate. Yes, I do. Um, we sure do. But no, thank you if you are currently following, subscribing. I even know what you do on Twitch, but you're doing it, so thank you. Um, if you are listening and would like to do it, then you can search for DDND Pod on Twitch and you can subscribe, follow, like there. Yeah. Um, additionally, if you can't watch us live, but you still want to watch the episodes in full, once this is out, you know, two weeks time, I'll then put this onto YouTube. So you can search Dungeons Dyson Dudes there to see us uh, on YouTube, and you can watch us as a, a VOD instead of live, which is pretty handy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we try and go live with something every fortnight. We've had a bit of a time off because <laughs> life and silliness in yeah. foreign countries that have been up to. Stagdoos. Yeah, we're, we're we're going back to a little bit of normalcy. I'd say September time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when things should settle back down. Yeah. So apologies to anyone that was expecting content in the last. It's been a bit hectic, but we'll be back proper very soon. Uh, and we also have video elements on social media. I just sent a tweet, <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the social medias we're on. Nice. Along with, we're on the tweet. We're on the tweeter. Uh, along with Instagram and uh, TikTok as well. Uh, just did one of those. Um, you want to join Thread? I, I, was, I was thinking about it. I didn't want to bring it up now. Yeah. But we probably should, right? Let's yeah. just do it anyway. Fuck it, we'll do it. Because I feel like there's been at least two or three things that have popped up in my time on Twitter that have been like other platforms that just haven't actually taken off. But it's good to just be on there. Yeah, I'll do it right now. No, I'll do it right now. Live join, live join. I'll do it. Hey, you came here to watch uh, D&D? No, you didn't. You came to watch a a man in his... Simon. Man, (laughs) sign up for social media. (laughs) Two factor, (laughs) Can you read out the T's and C's? I don't want to think of a memorable word. Um, now, for anybody that doesn't already follow us on Twitch, um, it would be greatly appreciated if you do. Uh, it would get us one step closer to affiliate, which makes editing for us in the back end a lot easier because the VODs will stay around a lot longer and we can do more with like little clip shows that George does conjure up like a, a saucy little wizard. Um, mischievous uh, so yeah that would be very much appreciated um, and then just you know follow us on all the other platforms as well um, whilst Sai is downloading thread um, how about we chuck to I've done it he's done it he's we're done on threads now we're on threads what can they search for what's the username uh, and the <laughs> <laughs> DDND pod. Amazing. Would you believe? There you go. Incredible. Uh, uh, now, we are going to just quickly chuck to Dan Lo uh, for just some semblance of like professionalism. Yeah, you, you can do. Uh, I'm too much man. Mike, I'm, I've bitten off way too much than I can chew. Uh, we'll, we'll find out why later on, I guess. Uh, for a. Discussion podcast, a D&D and TTRPG adjacent discussion podcast. So we take a single word or topic each week and discuss what it means with a different guest. You can go to thinkingcritically.co.uk or thinkcritd on your socials to have a listen. All the boys, all the boys, all the lads have been on uh, last 
this episode was on production, something we lack. <laughs> no. oh. Oh. We lay out. Let's do it. Let's do an episode of yours with all of us on it live together. Yeah. And we'll put you on blast. That's right. what we're doing now. That's what that's it. This is now I think why I live thread it. Oh Is that what you do on Fred? I thought we Oh, it's... Nah, I meant that. They should call it that, should... Oh, I'm about to just weave. I'm weaving. <laughs> I'm weaving right now. <laughs> weaving so hard. Uh, I'll yeah. see if there's any terms I need to... For the yeah. <laughs> Thinking critically about Code UK. There's a cool pen. You want a pen? Not wearing my t-shirt yeah. today, but... Cheeky little pen. Oh, damn, where's mine? You had it earlier. So oh, I think it's this one. Give me that Give me my <laughs> shit. <Okay>. Feeding. Pen. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> These are the times that I'm glad not many people know that we're here yet. <laughs> <laughs> These are the now times we record this and then just it it's so it's time. we're yeah. done professionally. Yeah, uh, I really like uh, I really like Daniel's podcast. I don't listen to a lot of our stuff, but I do listen to to some of his episodes. Thank you. If it tickles my my fancy. You're funny. <laughs> Very highbrow. <laughs> there it is. Puts out. Got it again. Um, Harry Maguire. <laughs> Uh, so we also have a Patreon. Uh, there is very little upkeep done to it, but if you are looking for a way to financially support the podcast, um, as you currently cannot on Twitch, not really, um, head on over there. There's a couple of different brackets. Uh, one will just get you just general support for the stream, and we appreciate you uh, and the podcast. Um, one will get you a shout out at the beginning or end of each session, and the third will actually uh, enable you to be an NPC uh, that we'll write in, uh, which should soon be Damon's problem. Um, easy, easy mode activated, and then as well as that. We are proudly ambassadors for Game Tea, a, uh, a wonderful company based in the UK that makes luxury handcrafted items for geeks and gamers worldwide. So if you fancy yourself a t-shirt, I've got this one. This is their Warlock one. I really like it. I've gone for like an extra size up because it's a great lounge t-shirt. It's, it's very comfortable. It's so comfortable. Um, they've got some magnificent dice. Um, there you go. I think we've all got a chunk boy. No, Dan has only, uh, so has only got small ones. Jibs! <laughs> and I've got a big one. Oh, you, have, you do have a big one. Oh, now I've got one. I definitely feel missed out. Oh. It's my birthday next couple of weeks. Ooh. So. Oh, that's a bit. Ooh. How are you feeling? How's that? I feel how's like that? a man now. How's that feeling, man? I've grown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and they do all sorts of other little bits and bobs. They've actually just released a couple of new t-shirts. Um, their new Flayer t-shirt is pretty mm, damn I saw that earlier today. It looks fucking banging. Um, that is not uh, game tea. No, sorry, I got 
Excited. Yeah, yeah. so excited. And uh, merch. <laughs> yeah. so, so, merch. Uh, I love merch. Red eyes. <laughs> so if any of the above stuff that we've mentioned uh, tickles your fancy, then head on over and use discount code THEBRIGSY. Yes, that's right. I'm that narcissistic. It's T-H-E-B-R-I-G-S-Y for 5% off of your entire order. Uh, and we also, as Dan Lowe pointed out, we have our own merch. Um, we have a cup and we have a free quarter length sleeve top. If uh, we'll we post a picture on the socials of it being worn um, and modelled, and if that's your cup of tea and you think, hey, I really like you guys, I'd, I'd want that, then uh, let us know and maybe we'll make it. Do a, a short line of like 50. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Right, okay. I think that covers all of the uh, top line stuff. Yeah? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, no, that's, no. You, you've done it. Cool. So, just as a quick clarification. So, at the end of our last episode, which was a while ago now, um, there was unfortunately a TPK. <laughs> All the way. Um However, uh, just because the story was left somewhat short and there was some rather dire circumstances should nothing be done, uh, we've decided to roll into a three-part one-shot uh, kind of mini-series just so we can wrap up the story and, and hopefully put a nice little bow on it. We'll see how that turns out. Um, and then we will be taking another little break and should be picking up in September with this lovely gentleman at the helm. He will be taking over DMing duties and I will be leaning back and I won't even bring notes. Don't do it, because I don't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> an eye for an eye. Um, so yeah, uh, is there anything that you want to say about your upcoming campaign? No. Oh, keep Ooh. it zip locked tight up. Man of mystery mm -hmm. over here. Damn. It's all up here. But with that said, let's uh, let's jump into this session in a slightly different way than what we normally do, with an odd kind of recap. Hit me with that noise. There you go. There's that amp. Again, shout out to the Guild of Ambience. Unintentionally the main song for us. All good? Lovely stuff. So, <clears throat> that's the wrong one. There it is. Death. Natural or unnatural? Timely or untimely? Death is a cold certainty that all life knows. The Forsaken, a group of adventurers, had set their sights on taking on the Fae Twins, two brothers who had cheated death and become liches, with the lofty goal of putting a stop to death on Rambrus. Whether due to curiosity, religious faith, or fear, the Forsaken were driven to stop the twins from succeeding. In doing so, they put a target on their backs, causing their ship to crash to the ground and, part and scatter the party. Now in their attempt to regroup, they found themselves in the darkest of depths, 
and unfortunately perished. An end to their lives, like many other adventurers in this world. But not to their story. A month or so has passed since then. Madame Ganza has set herself up as a temporary aide to the Council of Stonehaven, retrieving the Forsaken's bodies and sending missives to their closest loved ones. With them arriving from different parts of the world, it was put to them to finish what they had started and put a close to their story. The Fey Twins had began sending armies of undead through portals across all major cities as a deterrent to stop anyone from attempting to stop them and their goals and to aid, aid in the coming times. With armies on standby and some political figures not acting either from fear or in agreement to the Fey Twins' plans, this new group was formed. Now, just quickly, George, if you could just give us a, a general description of Sabine's mother, Satine Hess. Yeah, sure. So, um, <clears throat> Satine, much like Sabine, is a tiefling with red skin, a darker shade of red than Sabine. Uh, an old woman in her kind of late... To 40s at this point um, she wears much more utilitarian and combat ready uh, gear opposed to Sabine who kind of had a mix of fashion and utility uh, Satine being much older wiser uh, and a lot more pragmatic doesn't go for this so a lot more weapons lots of Various belt straps, buckles, um, nothing really fancy, lots of very serious clothing. Uh, it's unlike Sabine's horns that went straight up. Satine's start to curl back behind her head, ever so slightly, uh, which is followed by a dark, long, long hair that's dark and braided, black hair that's braided down. And yeah, she uh, carries a lot of daggers. She's more of a stabby stabby than a shooty shooty, but. Having picked up Sabine's weapons, we'll give anything a go now. Um, yeah. So, just as a, a little recap, so Satine Hess, being held captive by General Reinhardt after a failed assassination attempt, Satine was left to rot, though comforted by the fact that her daughter Sabine would be safe. After some time, a rather skittish character passed by a cell, leaving a package by her door. Inside was a note explaining that she had friends in the east, and inside was a key with a labyrinth-styled handle. Using the key's power, she escaped her captivity and boarded passage to Waysan from Harmon's Bay, eventually meeting with Madame Ganza who informed her of her daughter's untimely demise. Next up, Danlo, could you describe Varn for us? Okay. <clears throat> to look at Varn, one would not presume anything about his profession. Uh, a gaunt, even by gift, 
standards. Uh, so the face is almost just skeletal, a little bit on the nose, uh, <laughs> but the, the, yeah, very malnourished to look at him. But otherwise, very, very refined cloak. And uh, yeah, you wouldn't know, just normal man about town. Just uh, so they're very unassuming. Except, of course, uh, for the five to ten corpses that follow him around and do his bidding at any given time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, <clears throat> for Vaughn, with his patience waning with the Abyss Walkers and his growing feeling that all was not as it seemed, Vaughn had reached out to his former colleague, Quinn in an attempt to align himself with a fellow intellectual to get to the root of what was happening. With communication ceasing, Vaughn began to make his way north towards Stonehaven with the hopes of being able to find his friend and begin researching fake idols and subversion of religious iconography. On his way, he encountered a militia of sorts in the Hunch Forest who'd been sent to find a group of adventurers known as the Forsaken, one of which being Quinn. They found their final resting place at the feet of a giant undead creature, and after a fever-pitched battle and plenty of loss of life, possibly to Varn's satisfaction, um, they slew the creature and were able to recover their bodies, or what was left of them. Now, seeing multiple magical artifacts, Vaughn used Detect Magic, and upon doing so, found Quinn's ring, and was able to commune with his soul still trapped inside. After being given a debrief, Vaughn continued north, banding together with Madame Ganza and the Council of Stonehaven to form a group that would take out the Phaetons before they could enact their plan. I'm going to live forever! <laughs> <laughs> if you don't talk to yourself at some point oh, yeah. like this, I'm going to be just 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 take, take a break for an hour. Okay. Sai. Hello. Could you describe Sayri? Sayri. That's right. 50-50. Yeah, uh, <laughs> say a meme, Sayri. I'll, I'll think of some new syllables next campaign. Um, so, uh, Sayri, um, a lot less, uh, I guess the word is presentable uh, than... Um, Owain, uh, who of course was a nobleman and whether he liked it or not sort of carried that air about him. Sari very much looks like she is, uh, what's the word? Uh, she wears very well-worn uh, scale armor that almost looks handmade uh, to a certain degree. And underneath that is um, like a standard battle tunic and Leggings uh, carries with her a very ornate looking sword. It's probably the most fancy thing she has on her body. Um, just, uh, she appears human, but like incredibly pale white skin uh, and jet black hair, just put up into a little um, utilitarian bun. 
Uh, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, completely just dressed in black, uh, but you can ma- make out, like I said, as per, like, handmade armour, it gives off the appear of, appearance of scale mail, and perhaps, even if you look a bit closer, could be actually made of something that once was alive, uh, but littered throughout are sheens of, uh, of course, teal and silver. It just has a very big shield. <laughs> Before I forget. We've got two certified muscle mummies now in the party. Yes. I didn't think about this, but yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, size of guy as well. That's the first time playing a female character. Boom. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Enjoy. <laughs> just, what's the other doing the voice? Yeah. I, can't, I can't hit those octaves. No. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor, poor show after a night out. Sorry. There's, there's a channel, uh, what's her name? Rhea Ripley. She's Australian. Uh, well, you do what you want. <laughs> You're Australian. <laughs> Be Australian. Get some darts in. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? I'm trying to smoke my dart. <laughs> um, so, uh, for Sari, after being interrogated and held captive by the Deslinter twins in the Moonshay Isles, Regarding her limited knowledge of an ancient relic known as the Moonblade, Sayri felt the presence of Saiyanin. Say that five times fast. (laughs) 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 Instructing her that she was their final hope to end their suffering, Sayri hatched a plan to escape the twins as they explored the ruins of where this blade was supposed to be. With some guidance from the Moonweaver, Seri laid claim to the blade and was pulled to the east, finding her way to Stonehaven. Once there and seeing Owain's body and Frederick's, she knew what the Moonweaver needed from her. We do Rob's when he joins, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um, entirely up to you lot, if you want to have a little bit of time before we start heading over to Dunmire and getting into things, if you want like a little bit of time to just kind of feel each other out, we can do, we can do that if you want to, or we can just jump straight into the, the meat and potatoes. I've got stuff for both. Maybe get a couple of jars in. Yeah, get some time to RP and figure out each other. So, um, Satine, you hear her on your door and uh, slowly entering in is a a fairly handsome, pretty built uh, half-orc with just a massive sword on his back and um, he kind of there's a trepidation to him coming in, but he presses forward and is just like, um, hi, uh, Mrs. Hess? Ms. Hess? I don't, um, I just wanted to say that, uh, Sarsil is, he's pretty much ready to, to go, so, uh, if you want to take a moment to get anything that you need and, um, uh, then we can, we can head off, um, uh, yeah. Um, 
It's nice weather today. That's it. Black coat. To literally a big deep breath. No words. And she's just, the entire time, she's just kind of like raising eyebrows at you and just assessing what you're saying and looking at you and then... Uh, 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 no rush, no rush. I'll, um, I'll leave you to it. Goodbye. And he closes the door to your pretty nice chambers. I mean, since you've arrived in Stonehaven, there's been... Uh, you're not necessarily used to this many kind of political figures uh, treating you with a level of respect as opposed to just treating you as a tool for a job. Mm. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a level of respect and as such, and whether this is just because of the task that you're undertaking or this is Madame Ganza's influence within Stonehaven already, um, but your chambers are very nice. They have their own like changing room. They have a, a washroom that's private to yourself. Um, kind of uh, a lot of reds and golds. Um, this is in one of the more kind of uh, center circles of the city. Um, so no, no expense has been spared with, uh, with your housing for the past kind of week or so that you've been here. Considering that she's not used hardly like any of the amenities, she's very much <laughs> just focused on having her equipment by the side of her bed, which is all prepped and ready, all neatly kind of folded and like placed, ready to be adorned or checked over or sharpened or whatever. Um, and yeah, she's just sat kind of on her bed, just kind of legs off, just kind of looking at the equipment and just starts getting ready, that's it. She's just quite meticulous, so she doesn't really appreciate all of it. Mm. Not because she just doesn't really, she's just focused on the job. No. So she just starts tooling up, essentially, and then we'll eventually head out. Fair enough. Uh, so for you, Sarah, you also uh, get another kind of knock on the door. Uh, this time, uh, a bit, this, uh, again, rather tall, Attractive looking half orc kind of enters in. Um, yeah, not too much longer. Uh, we should be heading out pretty soon. Um, is there a, anything else that you need? There's a temple not too far from here if you want to just do a quick, quick little. A prayer? That's the one. I think with the road ahead of us, it might be a good idea to cover ourselves, but I prefer to pray in my chambers, thank you. Uh, uh, no worries. I uh, suppose we could use all the help we can at the moment, so, um, yeah. Well, yeah, try not to take too long. Um, we'll be outside. Thank you. No worries. I wasn't. <laughs> no, it's a saying. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, a similar situation with your room. Mm -hmm. um, uh, private washroom, uh, bed chambers. Um, you haven't had as long to enjoy your time here. You've only been here for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but still, the the travel that you've done, this is a welcome. Oh yeah. Change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say completely opposite from what George was saying about Satine, but stuff is littered amongst the room but not in a way that's untidy it's just very much unpacked made herself comfortable yeah um so yeah just, uh sarah just takes a bit of time gathering her things being quite meticulous to make sure she hasn't left anything behind 
and certainly tries to make sure she hasn't left anything behind that could give an indication she was there. Um, for you, Varn, um, your chambers are a little bit dishevelled as due to your entourage um, <laughs> and given the current <laughs> times uh, you were not allowed in the multi-story townhouse that the other guests have been staying in um, instead what they did was they renovated the stables that are often kept uh, for the various horses that come through mm. here and instead was I mean, there's some rugs. There's um, there's a nice double door entrance to a long kind of L-shaped uh, building that's more or less entirely yours. Um, nice, biggest room. Basically, <laughs> biggest room. But there is bales of hay everywhere. I'll go inside. <laughs> there's mis like kind of mismatched furniture that's just been brought in to mm -hmm. try and give you some place to work, um, and your various. Undead. How many do you have with you at this if, current time? At the moment, we'll go with all of them because it's funnier that way. Five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. Okay. Okay. A mixed. So your various undead creatures are all just like. It's an absolute crew. Boys all together. And as they all kind of just stand there moaning, you also hear a knock on the, the heavier set kind of um, doors. Like, I'm, I'm bickering with Quinn until we're yeah. to find the, the door being knocked. No, you fool! <laughs> um, and you see this uh, this half orc enter in, um, who you've actually probably spent the most time here, um, and you know this gentleman to be Roland, who's kind of acted as like Madame Gans's right hand person. Um, he kind of enters in. And it's just like. <sighs> I'm never gonna get used to this. Does like the smell not bother you over time, or does it? Do you have like nose plugs or something? You get used to it <laughs> after yeah. the several decades I've spent. I'm trying to work on alleviating the smell in my spare time. You know, give necromancers a good name. Oh, that, that'd be, I mean. You're gonna have a, a hard time with that for the near future. I'm, I'm hoping these actions over the next few days might go some way to doing such a thing. Hey, here's hoping. Um, well, Sarsil's ready. Um, I guess we'll figure out how to bring these guys. Maybe wrap them up in a bundle of ropes and just have. They, them. they require very little. <laughs> we can just fold them into a box. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite alright, they don't mind. <laughs> Look, I bring one over and just command him to, from standing upright, just bend forward to hold himself down. See? It's, it's quite easy. There's a couple of ribs that pop out the back. Oh, oh. Right, like, oh. Thank you. I am. Um, invaluable. Thank you. I really appreciate that display. Um, well, when you're ready, uh, just give us a shout, we'll be outside. He kind of wanders back out again, making sure to close the door behind him. <laughs> Check it, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's your room, that's your situation. Um, uh, I will say that if there is any kind of material components that you need, most of which 
are accessible. Some of the more expensive ones, um, if you've got any, I'd say just give me a um, either an investigation check for you to just find somewhere that that has it in, or, this, in the stables, <laughs> uh, in, in the uh, in, in Stonehaven, or a charisma check um, for persuasion to see if you can uh, talk your way to the. Uh, okay, Invest the investigation is slightly better. Mm. 12 plus 6 whatever that makes 18 thanks <laughs> <laughs> it's so ironic could have done that mostly I've played the characters with the highest intelligence and it never could do the mental <laughs> 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 arithmetic yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd say it, it will take you a little bit of time um, but you've been here for a while uh, we'll say that for most of your spells yeah, I don't have a huge amount that need uh, juice. I've got nothing like river fire or anything, so... Yeah, any, I'd say just... probably anything of like a value of 500 or lower, you've got. Nice. That's fine. Uh, anything that's higher than that, um, we'll, we'll say that you don't have at the moment. Um, okay. But I think we're one spell that needs something like that, so that's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's not say you don't find stuff around the road. Um, lovely stuff. Oh, a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pigeon drops it on his head. <laughs> Ow. I know it's dusted. I need that. <laughs> uh, I'll just get... Just snap my fingers. And they will just kind of stand as well. And, <laughs> and uh, in fact, some of them might be able to talk. No. Yes. Some yeah. of them can talk. Oh. Two, uh, two uh, my, my top, my top boys. Two top your, boys. Your two top boys. What are they called? <laughs> uh, I don't try and humanise them. Oh, that's ooh. a bit gauche. Mm. They're dead. Um, it's no, it's a disservice to their former life. Oh right, okay, okay. I'm mm. trying to be like a good guy. So how? What do you list them as? A and B. Okay, so <laughs> A and B step forward. <laughs> Alpha and Delta, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there you beta. go. Alpha and Beta step forward, and they're just like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Can you just make sure the room is everything, everything's ready to go? Get all my stuff, pick up the suitcase, and we'll be out. Uh, of course. <laughs> and they just turn around and they start like just pushing furniture like more to the side, so it just clears the room a bit more. Kind of un untuck a corner of the carpet that got kicked under. <laughs> Just little bits like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted yeah. like we were never here, please. Everybody, <laughs> do your things, what you can. Lovely stuff. So with that, you will begin to convene outside of the multi-story townhouse. I'd like to, the well, team would like to stealth down there and try and avoid being seen by anyone. Okay. We'll roll a stealth check uh, with advantage because of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got too many things for me to keep track of. It's <laughs> uh, a 20 total. 20 total. Really shy rolls on the dice considering I have a plus 15. Actually, I have something new called Reliable Talent. Nice. Yeah, you can't go below 10. 10. So it would be 25 then. 25. What are you doing stealth, yeah? Yeah. 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 25. Damn. 25. Uh, That's the lowest you can roll on stealth. Yeah. And I can go big. I can go big. <laughs> so, 
quite effortlessly, uh, you pass through people as you're coming down the stairs and through the main foyer of this townhouse. Um, it It's less of a traditional kind of, um, for lack of a better term, inn. Um, and it's been somewhat changed into like a kind of like a, a briefing room of sorts um, with all of you kind of staying in here and you've seen a couple of other people that have been ushered about uh, by various dignitaries um, but yeah there's 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 some comings and goings and for the most part you're able to avoid anybody's direct eyeline or kind of blend in with like just picking up towels and making it seem like you're just doing the laundry um, <laughs> And you manage to slink out through a back window and you are then kind of out in the streets. But uh, around this particular area, there's a bit of a wide berth. You can see that there's a couple of guards that are just doing general patrols around this and the neighboring kind of um, buildings as well. Um, but this is all on the back end. Out on the front is where there's this bit more kind of like an, almost like an open cul-de-sac kind of area. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to kind of get to the meeting space that we're going to, but without anyone knowing I'm there until I want them to know I'm there, basically. Sure. I mean, if you slink up the side of this um, building that you've been in, um, it's there's maybe like 10, 15 feet from the front of the building to where there seems to be quite a few people, uh, some of which you recognize. Roland is there. Um, there is a, a gentleman by the name of Silas, uh, Mr. Chetty, who is... Uh, yeah. Uh, it seems to be uh, arranging payments with different people um, and as you're kind of at the corner of this building you see um, uh, Sayri you just for the most part you've kind of caught glimpses um, and only really know by name at this point um, starts making their way out of the building and then a little bit further down this uh, this kind of building, you see two barn doors open up <laughs> as a gentleman makes his way out with a pack of undead behind him. Um, and just make a, make an insight check for me. It's a natural 20. Oh, wow. hey. Plus six. So, yeah. Um, so there, there's a general tension from everybody that's here. Um, uh, there's a lot of people that are... Just say really, see this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say it's like... She hard to kind of see, yeah. stops in her trap for a second. <laughs> just like, takes in how everyone else is reacting before. Yeah, so there's like, there's like a general tension and I mean, you are aware that there is a massive army of undead outside the city itself um, and as soon as the undead come out everybody just goes to like DEFCON 1 <laughs> all, of, all of the patrolling guards just immediately get their swords ready a couple of people knock arrows um, or notch yeah the vast majority of people here react to it the only two people that don't is Sarsil and uh, Roland Satine's eyes just widen and she just pulls out a cigarette lights it and just starts smoking no need to be alarmed anybody these are the these are the good undead <laughs> we're here to help <laughs> don't worry you just hear uh, uh, one particular uh, guard who's patrolling who's like kind of holding on to us and was like 
Well, the only good dead is a, is well, the only good undead is dead dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of that prodigious prodigious. I'm all struggling. Of being mean. <laughs> Considering how stealthy she's trying to be, you just hear in Infernal, fucking hell. <laughs> to anyone that speaks Infernal. Um. Because everyone's crying about it, I'm gonna uh, t- to a nearby guard. I'm gonna tear off, if you'll allow me, some of his cloak, and then put armbands or like something, some signifier on all my undead so they know they're the good ones. <laughs> um, Was there any paint knocking around that I'll paint their faces? As you, I'm doubling down. Yeah, As you start kind of like looking around for stuff and trying to look for fabrics to like tear off, um, uh, Silas uh, comes over. Who, for the most part, he's been your your go-to person for getting various bits of. Um, Kind of like any bits of research from from the library, mm-hmm. um, who kind of comes over and is like, ah, uh, you're trying to do something in particular with your with your little friendies. I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid any friendly fire incidents. So I want to make sure that everybody knows these eight. Uh, the good guys. Oh, that, that that's absolutely fine. I'll tell you what, actually, I've got some cloaks that I can get. That would be uh, fine, some, yes. Some, some guard cloaks might look a little bit weird, but... Uh, no, that would be uh, fitting. There you go, give me just... Um, just uh, and he's, uh, <laughs> cloaks! Guard cloaks for the undead! <laughs> Line up, make, make yourselves a gentleman, uh, please. Stary's going to approach this situation. Just walks right up to you. She's like, "What's the deal with them?" <laughs> Got Australian. Uh, nice. There you uh, go. There Come in. Yeah. Come in. <laughs> that one line was a throwaway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are just allies for the for the upcoming whatever is, is uh, in the future for us. And um, invading your Sorry, personal sp- No. Just <laughs> 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 kind of just like. <laughs> looks around, but then like invading your personal space is just sort of like looking over at them. It's like, so what's the deal? Why travelling with a group of undead? They're our allies. They're here to. They assist me in whatever it is I wish to do. What is it that you wish to do? Uh, save the world. Is that not why we're all here? Have we met. We have met. Have a match. Have a match. Have a match. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you've not been here that long, mm. um, you've only really seen these lot as you've been like led to your chambers, and they've been as like part right. of a meeting. Yes. But he wasn't. Oh, okay, yeah, because he wasn't in the townhouse, right? No, no, he was not. We've not had formal introductions then. No, no. The, mo- the most that it would have been is for you two because you've been here the longest. Um, is like, oh, this is Vaughn, He's going to be joining you, and then that's kind of it. And then he's been whisked away to cool. do some research. But I've also met Roland before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you one of uh, Roland's boys then? Uh n- no. I'm more of an independent agent at the moment. Uh, I've come to find out the. Whereabouts of one of my 
friends. Uh, so he's in this ring now. Well, I think we might be working on the same case, so... Excuse me. Bit skittish coming to a new town and seeing a man walk around with a gaggle of undead. It's a pity. It's a burden that I have to bear uh, for a greater cause. Rather you than me. You'll, you'll be thankful for them soon enough. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Whilst they're chatting, can I get up to the group whilst they're speaking without them seeing me. Uh, what is everybody's passive perception? If it is not 25, <laughs> <laughs> you are fine. Yeah. Uh, the only person that uh, reacts to you um, approaching uh, is uh, Sarsil, who is a gentleman that, um, for the most part, is a very ostentatious, like multiple rings on his fingers, long silver robes that kind of have like an, ex- like an exaggerated collar, uh, kind of spiked, uh, slicked back, um, gray hair, um, but ever so slight re- uh, reptilian eyes um, and kind of slightly pointed fingernails. He's the only one that kind of like glances in your direction but doesn't really acknowledge it. As I notice him, I just kind of nod, but then walk to these lot whilst you're chatting. And then you just hear from behind you just the sound of just like burning cigarette. My boys. (laughs) (laughs) So we are to work together. I know your face. I do not know you. I might go back to British, actually. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you're most comfortable with, Simon. Yeah, it's difficult. Just be Simon. Just be you. Say me. Say me. me now. Yeah, yeah. Say say it's say me in the room with us now. <laughs> the master, the master of the whole of this. Um, oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, I... <laughs> I did not mean to alarm you. Please don't make a habit of um, continuing to sneak up on me like that. It's kind of what I do. She's very skittish. Mm. And you, she, like, Satina just blase to whatever the fuck is going on behind him. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Hello. I am Satina. You are? Hand out. Do not leave me fucking hanging. My hands were really sweaty right now. <laughs> you don't have to shake. You don't have to shake no, my hand physically. RP, well, my handshake. Why are you not touching hands? Why, why is my hand so wet now? <laughs> I am sitting. You are. I'm Sayri of the Moonshade Isles. Sure, okay. I've not heard of those. <laughs> not many people have, and. We are quite private about it, usually. <laughs> I shan't be mentioning it again. <laughs> um, Keep your secrets. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> we move, we move. Uh, so, this is what the end of the world looks like. And this is what fixes it. <laughs> At this point, Roland comes over and is like, well, fucking hell, it's not the end of the world, but um, I suppose it might be. I think we should see it from here. 
You mean his entourage? Yes. Oh, I thought I was flying light. Um, <laughs> Just a drawstring. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, there was a fourth one of you lot, but um, he's uh, he's kind of caught up in some bureaucracy, so uh, Pelagus is going to get him... Uh, later on, and uh, it's just gonna, it's gonna pop him right by you. Uh, so yeah, it kind of begs the question why we're not doing that now. But you know, resources are stretched. There's opportunists now. You know, a bunch of armies of undead turn up outside of every city on the world, and, uh, and a lot of people. Like, oh yeah, uh, you know, you get used to them. If you have a problem, then we should air it now. I do not care. It's I mean, just look, the classic Moonshavian sense of humour. We're very dry. <laughs> I prefer it if you're a little bit wet. Bumps <laughs> <laughs> <Lunch> later. That's Simon speaking. Nice one, Van. There we go. There is a fourth. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, currently uh, Silas and A and B are currently organising the capes on the various undead. Just trying to find either loose bits of material that they still have on or yeah. just pockets of flesh yeah. that they can kind of like clip it to. <laughs> don't be precious. <laughs> they certainly don't mind. <laughs> um, but whilst this is happening, um, so, um, in case it's not clear, um, I feel like this would have come up at some point or another, but you've all, you've all got ties to the Forsaken, um, God rest their souls, uh, they kind of kicked up a bit of a hornet's nest. I feel like it was going to come anyway, but you know, uh, they kind of brought it to our attention and uh, well, you all seemed pretty keen to join this. So yeah, yeah, you're going to be uh, heading down to Dunmire. That's uh, supposed to be where they are. Um, thanks to, uh, well not you, but Quinn. Um, he already kind of gave us a, a bit of a heads up that that's where they would be. Um, we've kind of roughly narrowed it down to uh, a, a place near uh, somewhere called the Valley of Giants. Um, hopefully it's not actually filled with giants, that would be a bad time for you lot. But uh, but yeah, good old Sarsil, he's, uh, he's opted in to uh, lend us all a hand and uh, he'll be flying you down there. And the uh, ostentatious uh, gentleman stands up, um, quite broad, um, but uh, yeah, very kind of delicate in the way he moves, kind of almost glides towards you, um, and just uh, yes, well, uh, looking forward to flying you all down there. Uh, won't be getting involved, uh, not my bag, um, but uh, we do have a little box for your friends. Uh, I'll just be oh. we'll just we'll pop them in there. They can stand in there. They don't have to be, you know. Compacted. Oh, in. that's quite all right. Well, you know, um, I wouldn't want that to happen to me, so it's the least that we could do. Um, but yes, we'll be flying you down there. Uh, it will take a little bit of time, but uh, we'll have a little micro breaks every now and again. Um, anybody have a fear of heights and anybody prone to vomiting? 
I check with those guys, but they sound. <laughs> they sound. <laughs> oh, good to hear. Good to hear. Don't want vomit on me. Um, well, um, I'll let you do your last minute preparations um, and just let me know when you want to go. Um, uh, I'll, I'll move away for this bit. And you see that as he starts to walk away into like a bit of a clearing, he um, begins to um, morph and elongate and he starts to transform into a silver dragon and kind of gets himself situated. Ah! It always feels better when you come out of that form. And just kind of lumbers there. He just blows out smoke. Same <laughs> <laughs> respect. Still gonna... respect. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna fuck a dragon? <laughs> I got tired. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Cross. <laughs> so, uh, any any bits of information that you would have liked to have looked up, known, anything that you would have liked to have prepared, anything like that? Uh, actually, I'll, have, I'll speak to the two new companions. Mm-hmm. Um, Roland has just informed us that we, were, we all had a, a stake in the game of the... Uh, some, some of our companions were travelling together. If you have any questions about what that was like, uh, you'll feel free to use me as a vessel to interrogate Quinn. Uh, maybe we should do this in a more informal setting rather than the um, middle of the street. I don't think we're going to get to visit the tavern anytime soon. We may it's have a, it's, to a, have it's this an open offer. It, whatever you want to do, the, it. <laughs> so, you have. What was your association with the Forsaken? Uh, a previous colleague uh, by the name of Quinn was travelling with them. And uh, we had, we, we went way back, as they say. His soul is in this ring. That makes makes sense. sense. Conversation. He's quite talkative. <laughs> <laughs> well, feel free not to repeat everything he says to you. Mm. Can he hear us? No. That's not how it works. And you? Um, I was the, uh, um, I trained, uh, many, uh, Templar Knights for the Seldarine Pantheon, and, um, Owain was one where our relationship may have passed that of teacher and student. Um, last time I saw him was, uh, during a, uh, Moonshavian, sorry to bring it up. Um, Festival of Moonlight, to where I um, abandoned the church, and in doing so, I abandoned him. And I've been on the run since without any contact. I feel like it's uh, my duty to make sure his death wasn't in vain. And I feel like you may have some kind of connection to this, uh... You know, my, uh, my daughter was one of the Forsaken, Sabine. 
and uh, we we hadn't really seen each other in years. I mean, we had, but it wasn't really uh, ideal. And uh, yeah, I, I thought everything I did saved her life, but in fact drove her into her death. So I'm here. Mm. Revenge, yeah, classic, you know. Mm. You know. Uh, that makes two of us. I'm sorry for the loss of your daughter. Mm. If it's any consolation, mm. Quinn speaks very highly of her. What is this big drag? <laughs> she was an exceptional combatant and travelling companion. I spoke to Quinn a few times. I might have even put a knife to his neck once or twice, but from what I remember of him, he was a very smart, educated, strangely charming, nice person. I'm sorry for you. Thank you. But you still have him on the Yes, so. he's not quite gone. Yeah. <laughs> Does Quinn have any opinion on Owain as we're having this conversation? I'm asking him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did what? <laughs> he says, despite some ideological differences, mm. I, I, I don't ask what they are. He was very much a, um, a religious type, shall we say, on the surface. That they eventually grew close enough to consider each other friends, and is, in fact, uh, he risked his life to save Owain, so... Very noble. Thank you, Quinn, if, if that's how it works. I'll send on your regards. <laughs> Thank you. So, we talk about revenge. What is the plan? Because I... I know what I do, I do it well. I don't know what you do. I have a few thoughts about what you do. Looks at your horde. They're dapper as fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> All cloaks are on. They're actually in like almost like a, uh, a two, three, three formation. Nice. Yeah. Just all stood to attention. Some of their jaws are like hanging off a little, but you know, they're looking pretty good. A and B at the front. A and B. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got like A and B have got weapons. They've got a oh, white bow and arrow oh, and like a sword and okay. stuff. Yeah. And the, the rest, are, some of the skeletons do, but the rest are pretty much just like shamblers. Yeah. Uh, but A and B are they're top boys. They're my boys. Mm. They get shit done. You lieutenants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it you do? I um, spent a lot of time as a knight of the Seldarine Pantheon. However, my um, uh, beliefs probably weren't as strong as the people that I shared accommodation with, but it was a home and a shelter for many years, and they allowed me to share my gifts with many of the students, including Owain. Um, so I'm grateful for that, but 
my expertise and life has, uh, for better or for worse, revolved around survival and combat. Um, the chance to be gifted and to learn healing abilities through religious texts and tomes has been a blessing to me, but maybe not one of devotion after abandoning the church. I still carry the symbol of the Pantheon with me, um, with no uh, preference of the three deities, but my religious days are further behind me than they are in front of me. A means to an end, if you will. Hmm. Apart from your friends. You? Uh, well, in terms of my profession, shall we say? Sure. I have specialised in one of the many arcane schools, but specifically necromancy. But, however, it's, uh, I'm on a, now a mission, having left a previous life, uh, to learn more about the undead in a way that it would greater serve those that are still living. Hmm. And obviously put an end to great evils in the world that are really giving me a bad name. Yes, must have been a very, very hard last few weeks. It's, it's been very difficult. If I'm probably the biggest victim out of this. Oh, yes, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See a little kid runs by and just chucks an egg at the... <laughs> Get lost, dead! <laughs> Every That's day. Right. Every day I have to face this. It's just dripping. <laughs> <laughs> Your undead army is very composed. You must be very proud. That's eight more on the way. No, it's with a great amount of talent and learning that enables me to have such a command over the undead. As such, this is but one facet of necromancy. I'm sure we'll have time on the air. Plane. No disrespect <laughs> to, to to communicate more, but it's I see I see them and I see it as a tool as you would see any school of magic. I can understand that. If you need any jars opened, they're good at that as well. I'll think about it. How how bad is the smell? It's, like, you, get, you, you do get used to it, but it is, I, that's why I suggested putting them in a box, because I know it's not for everybody. They love those little, like, alpine air fresheners. Yeah, on the trees. <laughs> yeah. Each one has a little bend. A and B get links. You know, got the higher one for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I'm just clinking is just bottles of cologne. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a club toilet guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got some lollipops in there, and some chewing gum, and <laughs> yeah, they're all just chewing in unison. Chewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also helps to keep the jaws on as well, so it's, it's a dual benefit. Nice gum. 
I, uh, I guess we'll be heading off then. Mm. I believe um, time may be of the essence, so... Yes. Is there anything we we should have known about these enemies before we go? Time to get into my French accent once. <laughs> It'll be more French. Is there anything we, we should... Oui. Oui, oui. Is, is there anything we should know about this enemy before we go there? I... I... What I do is I try and kill things as discreetly as possible, so knowledge is not my, uh, how you say, strong suit. How you say? Qu'est-ce <laughs> So, for me, if there's any useful information, can they see invisibility? Are they very perceptive? Other than that, I don't know what I need to know. Which about fighting the big guys, yeah? Just well, just generally, yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, Quinn tells me that they have battled them once on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have an army of undead thralls, much like these, but they won't. They won't be wearing cloaks. <laughs> That's <laughs> and they're the ones to put down okay he'd be doing them a favor um the 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 twins uh we don't have too much combat data on one of them Lannis Lannix Lannis Lannis I was right first time um never doing that again (laughs) (laughs) very different names for everybody (laughs) uh Lannis was uh, wily, intelligent, and uh, clearly had a powerful spellcasting ability, so we would watch out for that. Uh, Lanux was a martial combatant, big sword, big sword, very painful sword, couldn't tell me. <laughs> um, that was a close battle for the for the for our part previous com- comrades, so. That would be one to watch out for. I would suggest staying away from the big sword. I intend to stay as far away as possible. <laughs> There's no surprise to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have several tricks up their sleeves, be it darkness or big attacks that affect multiple enemies, so perhaps we should stand not too close to each other. I will be in the shadows, don't worry. I get the sense you're used to working alone. Yes. This is unusual for me. I guess we'll have to make it work with the um, fate of the world in our hands. I'm more worried about revenge for our fallen than the world, personally. I do not care what really happens, but if I can get some kind of peace, Hmm. This is what I look for. Sorry, I always bring the mood down in conversations. Was <laughs> 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 that see a bunch Roland. of guards? He <laughs> <laughs> was flying. Though. Yeah, it was a bunch of guards dropped down a crate that's had like holes put into it, and need <laughs> <laughs> holes. Well, you know, I had it, I guess, when. Escorting 
live cargo, I suppose. Uh, but that should fit all of them in there. Um, we've got you some coats because, you know, flying on the back of a dragon might get a little bit nippy. Um, and uh, managed to scrounge up uh, these and he presents like a little, almost like a little milk carton, like carrier mm. thing, but it's just got the potions. I'm just gonna hand that over to you. Um, right, well, I mean, you probably should get going, I suppose. Um, might take a few days to get down there um, of non-stop flying. Um, but Sarsil said he can handle it, so it should be fine. Um, well, uh, I guess uh, good luck. Um, try not to think too much about what happened if you don't succeed. Just push that to the back of your mind, really. Because otherwise you'll get stage fright, and nobody wants that. Um, uh, Mrs. Hess, she comes over to you and shakes your hand. Pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Walks off. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, you slowly usher your undead into the crate. Head count as they go in. Come on, put your hand up. This is real mama bear. Bear up after the bear up the pants. They all have red backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in holiday. <laughs> One, two, yes, in. Here you go. They'll be fine. Um, so yeah, and then as you do, and as you begin to ascend. Sarsil, uh, has he got like a are we raw dog in it? Yeah, uh, never-ending story style, or has he got like seats? And I'd say that there are some like ropes and whatnot, like almost like rope, kind of like saddles, so you can like mm. slot your legs in and then just hold on to like the bits that jut out from his carapace. I'm sure, that works. Um, but yeah, for the most most part, it is just raw dog. All right, yeah. Fine. <laughs> Satine's gonna tie herself to it as well, so yeah. she's just gonna get some rope and just make that work. It's just like extra buckled in. Mm. She's got this feeling about being on aircraft, <laughs> <and> <laughs> falling off a bit to her death. So she's uh, wanna get ahead of that one. Um, uh, before you uh, go oh, yeah. on, Vaughn, um, Roland uh, comes over and says, um, "Just, uh, just a quick thing." Uh, so, we, we've had some people that have looked over this, and um, even even Pelagus has said that this could be something that might come in handy should everything look like it's going to absolute shit. Um, uh, so, just bear that in mind. And he hands you a deck of cards. No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't play poker. It's not really, let, let's just say, let's say for example, that uh, you could have a one in 20 chance of uh, of saving yourself. So maybe just keep it on you. Yeah. I'm finding it hard to hear because Quinn is screaming in my ear right now, but we'll take the deck. <laughs> <laughs> Despite his best wishes. Protest. Yeah. <laughs> Turn to Don't you fucking do it! Hey, hey, look at it this way. He's in a room, so. <laughs> What does that say about I'm in charge. His <laughs> I take charge. <laughs> Understanding um, orders. But yeah. <laughs> you know, 
just a lot rides on you lot, so anything, any advantage you can take, really. Um, Thank you. That's all right. If I may offer a word of advice, if there's anything you wish to say to anyone, we should just do it before we leave. Oh, right, yeah. No, it's just, I kind of um, had a little thing for her, for her daughters, that's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I'd rather not I misread the room, apologies. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I don't get me wrong, you know, she's a bit of a cougar, that one. But probably not the right time. Can I hear this? <laughs> um, <laughs> make a perception check. <laughs> 16. 16? Um, fucking bad roll. Because <laughs> otherwise you, you'd be fucked. <laughs> Wait, what's your reliable talent thing? Yeah, so it's... It's anything that you've got proficiency It's 21. Here, it? Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Because I've got perception 11, plus 11, so minimum 10, it's 21. Yeah, so he's he's got his like back slightly turned and he's like, they're having a private conversation, but it's not like... The door breaks at midnight. Like it's it's still loud enough that you can hear it. kind of hear. Yeah, she kind of just smirks about it. It's not a problem. She's heard it before. She is hot, so. Um, but he, uh, yeah. As you begin to ascend, um, he takes a step back, uh, and as you are rising, and you kind of like swing your leg over, and you kind of look over, you can see that there are about thirty or so guards, militia. And then beyond that, there's a crowd that's slowly gathered of about hundred, couple of hundred people. Um, and uh, Roland and uh, Silas, they're all kind of standing there. Um, well, uh, thank you. Um, you've got this. I hope. <laughs> um, and uh, what's what's everybody's passive perception? Uh, Thirteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, you uh, <laughs> see from like almost like a um, kind of a, a balcony on the top floor of the townhouse that you were staying in, um, uh, a, a very beautiful woman uh, with long flowing blonde hair, kind of slightly pointed ears, um, uh, and so. <laughs> um, just kind of standing by the edge of a window and just kind of like waving you off. Um, Do you want to know who she is? Uh, you would be familiar with her. Uh, that is uh, Madame Ganza. I just, because we've had a history, me and Madame Ganza. Yeah, you would be familiar from of her from just Luxon in general. I'll just give her a very, very practical way, just a. Yeah. <laughs> No fuck about. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, you know the the crowd begins to cheer somewhat um, as Sar seals like right. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> and this uh, massive wingspan starts to like go up, and you can hear like some people start to go, "Oh Jesus!" And <laughs> some people kind of recoil a little bit, <laughs> as you know, dragons aren't super familiar or a familiar sight within most cities. Um, but he starts to fly up, and his massive claws latch onto the small, uh, well, smallish uh, crate containing your undead. And um, yeah, the, the cheers slowly begin to uh, 
decrease in volume as you are rather quickly swept off into the sky, past the cloud cover, and off towards Dunmire. Uh, as we take it off, yes. it's about undead hordes outside of cities. Yes. So as you begin to take off from Stonehaven, Stonehaven being um, a city that for the most part is like um, kind of like separated into concentric circles, um, and the closer to the centre, um, the kind of the richer it is. And you can see just as you're taking off, kind of sort of the back end of the city, which would be on the northern side um, there is like an old castle but outside of the city the last wall uh, there are hundreds of thousands of undead just all in like block formation kind of covering the expanse between the last city wall and the kind of the edge of where the Hange forest kind of leads up to Stonehaven um, yeah probably somewhere in the region of like 200,000. That's a lot. Any of you speak Infernal? That's a lot. Uh, I don't think so. No. Yes. You just hear fuck. <laughs> quite loudly at this site. There is quite a few. <laughs> eight, eight isn't so bad anymore, is it? No, it's quite tame, actually. <laughs> uh, this is bad. This is very bad. Bad, yes. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm dead on my specialty. He's too. <laughs> I think we have some knowledge to exchange at some point. Mm, I'd, be, I'd love to. As you say <laughs> in the howling winds. Yeah. That's a good We have to walk the way down the spine <laughs> yeah. to get to it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The bell Sorry. sign is still on. Yeah. 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 You see? I'd say that there's enough rope that you can kind of like pull your way down, slide yeah. down, and then cool, come <laughs> back up if you want to. <laughs> Maybe we, we save that conversation before we land. <laughs> yeah. Or we just have it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is an he is an adult uh, silver dragon, so he is quite large. Uh, and there are, it's weird because there are portions of his back where it is level enough and there's le- uh, kind of less motion that you can kind of stand and kind of like look over, like holding on to the rope. Um, but over the next few days or so, there are moments where he does touch down just to get out of his dragon form, and it does give you time to kind of chat and debrief and discuss tactics and whatever you may need to do, prayer, whatever. Um, but yeah, so if there's anything over the next few days that you guys want to do, any kind of prep that yeah. you want, yeah. let me know. Um, so on one, good. on one of our stops, ready to pop. <laughs> on one of our stops, I think it's probably worthwhile talking tactics <clears throat> something I do is I go ahead and I try and inflict as much damage as possible before the enemy knows that's my thing I've killed whole garrisons of men this way it's no problem but where we're coming up against such a formidable foe something I was given from <clears throat> Sabine's uh, items sorry um, with some sending stones. So, it may be worthwhile me having one, and perhaps either of you or our other companion when he joins having the other. 
Mm. It does not face me who has it on the other end, but it might be useful. Unless you can do long distance communication in another way. No, that's always Perhaps you can. To have the sending stones. Would you like the other one? Sure. There we go. Easy. Put it in my cologne bag. Oh, the in-flight entertainment started. Shh, 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 Jazz. <laughs> Stonehaven SM. <laughs> We're currently under siege. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> this summer, take a break to Luxor. <laughs> you may be prone to a terrorist attack. <laughs> Want a break from the ads? <laughs> um, um, I, I kind of want to do a little prayer from stop to stop. Try and find somewhere. Uh, where it's possible, so I don't know if that. Yeah, I mean, so for the most part, um, uh, Sarsil goes down uh, Waysan past Waisul and kind of then goes off into a more southwestern direction across. Uh, the ocean um, and there are a few kind of archipelagos and islands that you're able to touch down on and you can use those moments of respite to kind of steal yourselves for the times ahead as uh, this is um, this could be the end of life as you know it on Remoras um, just a quick thing for you, Sai, what is your initiative bonus? Minus one. Uh, uh, could you override it to add two? So you want me at plus one? Yes, yeah. because your sword gives you a plus two to your initiative nice. rolls. Why are you so slow? War clerics dumb. War clerics do be like that. Yeah. Um... So, excuse me. We're going there to kill these two. I that's, believe so. That's yes. it. That's all we're doing. Uh, yes. I mean, I'll gather some research and have a little investigation because it's impressive their power. Mm. It's uh, it seems like an in-out mission. In out ten minutes. Yeah. Achievable. <laughs> the Quinn is telling me that. They're very powerful, so I'm not going to get my hopes up just yet. If someone has mastered the art of necromancy to that uh, level, and I mean this as no disrespect to you, but to amass a power as great as this, mm. it's, not, um, it's not a thing that should... Uh, I mean, the type of person that would do it, the motives would, uh, are at least beyond my comprehension. I don't think it's anything to um, turn our noses up at, and we'd have to think of this as the greatest fight of our life. Like when um, 
when I was part of the teachings in the Seldarine temples, undead and necromancy were forbidden or taboo subjects and words, despite the fact that realistically that is what we were fighting against. Uh, it is with great uh, prejudice that we should approach these uh, fiends, which is why, unfortunately, I was so direct to yourself earlier on all those days ago. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of time was passed. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> best of friends. And now, yeah. look at us. We're in chaos. We're in chaos. We're in chaos. We're in chaos. So, it is with that that um, every uh, strike and blow of the blade that I carry is in dedication to the Seldarine Pantheon to rid the world of undead. I feel as Even though... undead, yes. Well, my... Maybe there is some lexicon that will change after this. And unfortunately, not my uh, uh, religious brethren that share the same faith aren't quite as uh, broad-minded as I am, as I'm sure... Uh, the voice in your head, Quinn, could attest to if he spent <laughs> a matter of time with Owain. Mm. It was something that I tried to teach him to rid himself of. Um, unfortunately, that man's mind was bizarre and complex in its own ways. <laughs> but this will be the toughest challenge of our lives, and if someone has to step forward and be the one they cast their eyes on, then I can see no greater honour than for that to be me, while you two lurk from the shadows, respectfully. Always. And a plan of attack, or manipulation. This, uh, this is noble, but if they can do what we saw, and we kill them on the field, they just come back. If they are as powerful in what you both know so much about, mm. if we put them down there and then, what would stop them coming back? Well, if they've done it before. There are some powerful undead who have taken great steps to stop themselves from dying. Go in. <laughs> However, I don't believe that they twins aren't they're not liches, are they? Technically, they're a form of lich. Uh, okay, so you are wise as beyond your years, and there, there may well be there may well have contingencies in place uh, to. To do that, but once you have dealt with the immediate threat, then you're free to investigate and make sure that the deed is done and it's absolute. Is it worth knowing what that contingency is before we put them down, or do we put them down and figure it out? I ask you because I do not know. Can I, shall I do a, a undead check to wipe out? <laughs> Ask one of your mates. You yeah, can, you can do Arcana or History. Just like Quinn. 
plus 11 in both. So, yeah. <laughs> 23. Uh, and we'll just go with Arcana. Sure. So, especially given your, your background, um, those who ascend to lich them uh, often have a phylactery which houses their soul and that is what gives them the ability to mm. keep coming back. There is some discourse, even in the time that you spent within Stonehaven amongst academics as to how they were able to come back over such a long period of time. Um, with Quinn's help, there is the mention of um, kind of religious connotations with their slight uh, uh, celestial nature. That makes sense as well with the, the cult. So, yes. The default to assume that they have some sort of source that's housing their soul seems to be the safest, okay. safest bet. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, so, having uh, consulted with Quinn, we've come to the agreement that these creatures probably have some kind of vessel for their souls that they would keep in a safe space that would, you know, prevent them from a, a, a true death, shall we say. Not too dissimilar to the form Quinn finds himself in now, funnily enough. Um, so we would need to find out and destroy that. However, uh, there is a, a complication to this um, a religious aspect. aspect? aspect <laughs> that we shouldn't overlook. In fact, something I was uh, investigating myself before coming here. Um, we, we, we speculate that the zealotry of some of their cultists and, and people who believe in them and what they're trying to do are, are giving them extra power that enable them this undeath, life after death, that continues. It is a, a religious fervour that, that powers them. But, having said that, should we kill them, then I guess their followers would probably not want to follow them anymore, anymore and that we would be cutting them off at the source, I would like to think. Mm. But there may well be work to do afterwards in okay. the form of, uh, well, killing a bunch of crazed zealots. Is that okay? I mean, you said yes. earlier you killed a bunch of guards, so I think... Oh, yes, always. Are you fine with that? I have no qualms. Oh, excellent. Hmm. Especially if they brought this group back. Indeed. So you know, if it's like something questionable, it's okay. But this is beyond question as to their intentions, what they want. Yes. So we should do that, yes. Yes. Do it, we shall. Hmm. Every so often during the travel, Mm -hmm. uh, the boys will get rowdy because my control over them will cease <laughs> and I have to go over and recast the spell but I'm just like oi <laughs> <laughs> no is that over all of them uh, they're all, there's three different spells oh, one okay. of which is concentration and oh. they, they drop out but you can recast the spell to keep it up but usually a day <laughs> you've got that box <laughs> just like, and they start. Like, like, it's like just having a stag fight with you at all times. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like when somebody drops a glass in spoon. <laughs> <laughs> when one goes, they all go. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's because we just turn into Spurs fans. 
cage to the cage please excuse me yeah. <laughs> shut up <laughs> let him go love I don't want to hear it I'd love to think you could change the spell so that is the verbal component yeah, I'm shouting at him and I'm casting the spell yeah. and then they calm down again I fucking love that <laughs> just alpha and beta are just like sorry you so two we've, should we've know told them. we've told them yeah. <laughs> you're the best of them yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed yeah. in you in you two just, just come on keep it together <laughs> and then you can go <laughs> sorry apologies for that so they're not entirely under your well, now they are just for a certain period of time I feel Talking tactics. If you go down, if you die, mm. are, we left with, are we left with them? Because <laughs> that's it's problematic. Um, Just saying. And it would at least be good to know in advance. If you're gonna be bringing the boys. <laughs> okay. Please tell me you're taking the boys with that. Tell me you're taking the boys with that. <laughs> um, I'm proper shit. <laughs> Not normally nervous. Muck. <laughs> uh, it depends, is the short answer. Uh, so, some uh, will just disappear, so they'll be. You don't have to worry about those. Others, um, you'll have. They'll be placid for you well they'll keep fighting the enemy and then after a given amount of time then they will turn aggressive so it's probably better just to kill them once the danger is stopped Um, and I think that's the same for the for the last one as well Um, so yes you you should have time (laughs) it's a lot of spells Uh, yeah that's that one and then this one is yeah, the same. So yeah, they won't be immediately aggressive. You should be okay. And then one will just disappear. So you just want to leave them or kill them when I'm, if I'm not around. No. Makes sense. Worst case. No, yeah. Do you think you have confidence in your abilities to take control of what's left of the brains of the ones serving the two? Uh, mm. That we may find ourselves, that we will find ourselves up against. The more allies, the better. Mm. Sorry, bear with me on that. You were, of course, referring to Frederick. Well, uh, and the other one, Mordifus. Mordifus. I recognise the name. Of the oh, well, I, I recognise the name Frederick. That is someone that I've um, yeah come into contact with before. Sabine was travelling with a Frederick. And I did hear of a moonshaving being murdered whilst travelling for a walk, for a, for an alleged uh, walk. That was Frederick. He did seem to be a bit of a... Mm. Yeah, he stabbed the shit out of him. Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> never, never forget a face. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to preface that and say, I don't know that. Ah. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. Moonshavians aren't that incestuous. No. It's just... They all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> and you did have a tryst with Owen. Yeah. Yes. Who knew Mordethus? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Mordethus was stalking Frederick. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. They, they are... don't know. They just heard of them. 
They've just heard of each other. It's just like a small, like, little it's village in the middle of Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Somerset, like, everyone knows everyone. Why are you doing more of this? You're right, that's Frederick. Um, <laughs> no. However, there would be no qualms of me, uh, with me, if you were to take command of Frederick and have him kill himself all over again. But... I don't know. That's um, crass even by my standards. <laughs> um, if you were to... The um, party or uh, group they travel with, I imagine it's much like yours, where there is yourself and then there are two um, uh, people lower down on the totem pole and then you have your grunts. Mm. Um, no, I, I, I specialise more in the reanimation of those which are dead, truly dead. Uh, oh. Those that are. I, I have a very small. Uh, actually, no, I can keep trying. Uh, sorry, I'm mm. misremembering what I could do. It's been a long few days travelling. Mm. I'm not sleeping very well on when we're up there. It's, 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 not not much, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, right? No offence, Sam. <laughs> Just feel like I'm about to fall off. Just, <laughs> just by a campfire this whole time, last few guys have just been yammering on that. Uh, no, that's absolutely fine. I don't tend to have too many people on my back, unless I've paid for it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, sauce. Oh, hey, sauce. No Saucy sauce. Like, if you're an adult dragon, you've been around for a bit. Yeah. You've got to start experimenting at some point. Yeah. 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 Gotta keep, chase, gotta keep chasing that high, right? Yeah. Gotta keep chasing the dragon. There's only, oh. there's only so many sinks to polish on. Um, <laughs> um, subscribe to our Patreon to find out what. What would you like to know more? All our in-jokes are on the Patreon. That's what yeah, yeah, should be one of the yeah, yeah. What the fuck are they talking it about? It comes with a 500-word uh, essay yeah. of the origin, definition, well. yeah, yeah. how to use in a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, um, uh, so I, I can I can attempt to control already animated corpses, including perhaps those of the the, the, the twins. Jeez, yeah, that'd be useful. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna hedge my you know, ta- tactics around. It that. was just. Um, I'm, I'm only familiar with um, bringing people back to life, and not so much the. Uh, possession of reanimated beings. So, forgive my question if it appeared ignorant. Not at all. I want people to learn about the undead. I shan't be taking it further than what I already know. Shame. Sarsil's making a fat one. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Blowing a ship out. <coughs> oh. Is that is that safe? <laughs> yeah, you need to fly. <laughs> oh, uh, don't even worry about it. It takes a lot for me to feel it. <laughs> what better way to fly than that? Get high. Yeah. <laughs> well, trust me. After this, I'll be retreating to my uh, my. Beach destination holiday. <laughs> drinking all of the wine that I could possibly handle. In sunny Sandals, Jamaica. <laughs> uh, it's actually a place called uh, Adrosi. Oh. Yes, white, white sandy beaches, the clearest water, 
this side of the world, actually. A, a drossy. <laughs> Sorry, did I miss here, Pats? <laughs> how, how many times have you been? That right. <laughs> a drossy. Ah. Oh, ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. My mistake. Right. Easy mistake to make. Yes, yeah. I think my ears haven't popped yet. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but that's what I'll be doing. So, um, where, which continent? Uh, that is on Wei Su. Ah, yes. Beautiful place. Don't Wonderful. I, don't know if I can go back there. Sasso, no, it appears to me that you're quite a, a man of uh, ah. means and leisure. How do you get involved in transporting uh, makeshift battalions? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little small to call yourself a battalion. The words, uh, it's been a long <laughs> few like days. It's been a while since I've been in an army. Hit squad. Oh, I'll suicide squad. Off. <laughs> I... Yep, he didn't answer that. Let's just say that I had an encounter with your uh, people. Oh. Uh, they seemed all right. And I still owed some things to, to Pelagus. Um, he's a stickler for numbers, that one, so... Who, who is this Pelagus? I don't recognise the name. I've heard it just a few times now. It's Pelagus the, the Cunning. One of the Scions of Light. Would I know that? Uh, you probably would have heard of it. Do, fuck it. In, uh, history check. Can I do one? Sure. I'll do one. Everybody roll. Nice. We've not a lot today. 12. 12. 27. 10. Uh, you two have heard of the Science of Light. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, I've been living in a forest for the last <laughs> two years. <laughs> uh, you are intimately familiar with the history of the Science of Light, and especially Pelagus being one of the few archmages that are still alive that a lot of people look to as uh, an example of how to progress one's power but not lose sight of humanity. Mm. And Quino's Which is rare for an elf. He owes him a 20. Because when he took something from his thing, he left him an IOU back in the... It's my duty to inform you, Sarsil, that Quino's Pelagus some money. Wow. Um, well, let's just say that if we somehow manage to get through this and the twins don't succeed in whatever they're doing and it doesn't somehow, I don't know, shatter the very earth that we stand on, um, we're calling it even. I'll, I'll, pass it. I'll pay it for him. Pay it forward. Yes, there you go. He accepts that deal. I mean, it's good to know that I'm here at the ripe old age of, well, you don't need to know, and I'm making deals with rings. What a world. Try something new. <laughs> if, uh, do not take this the wrong way, but if uh, he is powerful, mm. where is his stake in this game? Um, well, I believe that due to the upheaval that these uh, gentlemen have uh, have begun, uh, this has opened the floodgates for a lot of other people. Um, a lot of people that believed that the betrayer gods were completely sealed away, and now with these two beings returning, uh, are using this as a chance to perhaps return some others. Um, and 
I believe that he has some faith in your abilities. Um, that he's willing to take the risk that you can that you can handle this. Unfortunately, one man can't solve the whole world's problems. Um, no. But uh, you know, he might have to step in anyway. But we'll see. I'm sure you've got this. You've got a like a world class assassin. You've got undead Berg. Um, <laughs> Dark Souls one, love it. <laughs> um, we've got a, a holy person with one of the holiest alleged weapons in the world. I've never actually seen it. It looks quite nice. Would you like a closer look? Not really. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see it at some point, though. Maybe. Um, and then we've got a head of an army who's coming and joining us at some point as well. So, I mean, realistically, that's, that's pretty good odds. That's who the fourth, fourth is. Uh, yes, um, his name, uh, uh, Halvar Armstrong. He is the general of the Krahol army. Do we know The whole is? army? Yeah. The, all of it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I feel like you're making... <laughs> oh, yeah, because you said Krahol. Like whole, whole yeah. is in all of it. Crew hole. Nah, it's a city. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. It's a city. All right. Stop picking your holes in my. Stop picking crew holes and <laughs> roll, roll a history check. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you're somewhat familiar with him. Um, you spent a little bit of time uh, in Luxon, and he's had some clashes with uh, General Reinhardt in the past, just over kind of uh, beliefs over what is right and wrong within war. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty formidable, uh, has uh, led forces in taking down an, an ancient white dragon. Um, so he knows his stuff. Damn. Yeah. This guy's pretty, pretty big socks. Mm. <sighs> <sighs> I'm going to have a cigarette and go to bed. Goodbye. She just goes. <laughs> she just fucking stealths out of there. Yeah, she's gone. Good. You won't be able to find her. <laughs> oh, she's left us. Presumably <laughs> uh, she'll come back. Absolutely fine. This island is maybe f- uh, 500 feet in diameter. So oh, she can't be following so far. Do you know? Okay. Cool. She's just watching from the shadows. <laughs> like like she's still there. <laughs> <It's a shrubbery. laughs> yeah. These eyes. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's so time weird. I said a prayer and went to bed myself. Well, like a prayer, prayer, or oh no, just a just a I presume like an RP prayer. You're not doing divine intervention. Oh no, no. Okay. Bring back what's his name. Kajuri. Kajuri. That's what I've never met. Somehow, <laughs> it was on a note. On yeah. Every in night, every night, try and bring back Kajuri. Yeah. He's going to be the one that saves us. <laughs> he comes yeah. sailing in the 11th hour. Sprinter. Yeah. He's just like, Argh. Alex is just like monologuing and then someone just garrots him <laughs> but ties the most perfect <laughs> knot. That's <laughs> <laughs> so many <laughs> Go <laughs> 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 uh, And then he just 
disappears. That's his his job is done. His work is done on this mortal plane. I've done it. I've tied the path. There's nothing more for me here. He comes back as like a celestial. It's just his form is just him with a bit of rope. He's the god of gods. That is his godly weapon. Right. Well, with that, you bed down and begin to commence on your your final part of the journey as you begin to fly over Dunmire, which for the most part is just a desolate wasteland. Um, Grey skies, uh, kind of dying vegetation across the ground, the earth itself, more greys and and almost blacks in certain areas. Um, It looks as if something is draining the life from the very land beneath you as you fly above it. Um, but Do we know if it's always looked like that? Is it like this is just a fucked continent or is it this could be recent? Uh, make a history check. I'll skip all the questions. I'm dog shit down. 28. No, that's not bad. Uh, yours is better. Mine's 16, 17. Um, you're not too familiar with it, unfortunately, having never really travelled this far south, or um, never really having to. Um, for yourself, sorry, gonna bomb. Gonna for, you, <laughs> for yourself, there are historians that tie a lot of the degradation of Dunmire to the initial passing of the Fey Twins as they had originally set their home in Dunmire. And actually the Valley of the Giants is actually where they staged a large confrontation against the race of giants in general and allegedly took out hundreds of them to lay claim to the heart of Dunmire, which is where you're heading. And that is where we will have a quick break, quick, quick little break to take us up to 10 o'clock. And we will come back and uh, we'll probably be going for another hour or so. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Sweet. Back in a moment. Bye. Bye. And we're back in the room. Hello, everybody. I Hi. hope you had a wonderful break. I had a little bit of pizza and, uh, and a drinky winky. An unknown brand of cider. I didn't say anything. I'd say no. No, no branding. So, I hope. <laughs> is that kind of <laughs> in the frame? It, well, it is, but you, you can't, can't see. see. Okay, you can't right. see. Go, 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 you can't go, go, see go. me. Yeah. <laughs> I just. For me, we've just gotten rid of everything and just front and forth. <laughs> just, uh, big brand logo. To be fair, there's a quite big uh, technology yeah. brand logo right there. Two biggest uh, companies in the world yeah. facing off. <laughs> Who will win? You, you decide. decide. Oh! Consumer always wins. There's only one way to find out. Fine. Uh, well, I think this would win. If I was to. Oh! oh. Let's find out. Don't know why to find out, baby. <laughs> Consumer law claim. <laughs> I found it like that. <laughs> well, someone else did it, so. Not me. Righty ho. So. <clears throat> as you begin to start your approach to where your intel uh, has we, led you to believe. You're flying still, yeah? Yeah, you're still flying. Um, your intel that. believes the twins to be. We're going to put the seatbelt sign back on. 
<laughs> we're gonna drop the uh, we're gonna like helipad drop my boys like, go 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 and slide down there <laughs> straight up dam busters just throw the crate into <laughs> the <laughs> twins I'm dead bomb <laughs> Uh, Have fun, boys. <laughs> Sar- Sarsil begins to dip below the cloud cover to the sight of a vast plain of geysers and steam vents with pools of what could only be described as toxic concoctions spreading out almost as far as the eye can see. However, in the center of this, and leading up to a large, craggy mountain is an extensive canyon stretching for miles. Descending lower, as you glide over some of these plains, your eyes already begin to water as the smell of sulfur and other corrosive agents hit your nostrils. The only real clean air in this immediate area is directly lining up with the canyon. And so Sarsil kind of corrects, kind of avoiding as much or as best he can the kind of fumes radiating from these planes. The team just pulls up her, um, her little bandana. Like little mask. Yeah. surgical mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, back of the ears. <laughs> Under the nose. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> little bandana comes up. Uh, with this, uh, Sarsil kind of uh, growls. Hold on, as he begins to dive straight towards the mouth of this canyon. Uh, Though on the way down, you do start to kind of see more of that kind of dried vegetation um, and just just a real distinct lack of life to the area around you. Um, Can I get you all to make perception checks for me? 23. Nice. Uh, 25. Nice. 17. Shit. No. That's pretty good. Uh, As you are beginning to descend upon the canyon, because it kind of stretches out in front of you, um, what you all see are what looks to be large statues scattered throughout, some of them as large for lack of a better reference point, as the um, the two stone statues in the Fellowship of the Ring on either side oh, of the river. Oh shit! Yeah, they big. So some to that to that size. Fuck me. Um, Correct. Uh, yeah, um, and he kind of slows down his descent. You hear the as the crate hits the ground um, and kind of like lofts back up and back down <sighs> like uh, kind of like dust off of the ground kind of swirling around you um, and kind of settles down and like lowers his uh, rear for you to descend gracefully slip down from yeah I'll, uh, very handily make my way down making my way down down Nice. How are the boys? Is, that, is it a locked cage or can they get themselves out? Uh, it's barred from the outside. So they can't get themselves out? No. So I'll have to get down and help them. Um, talk amongst yourselves yeah. for, for a little bit. <sighs> so uh, this is a shithole? Yes. Are you okay with the smell? I'm used to it. 
I'm uh, absolutely doing nothing else yeah. <laughs> in the background here, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, <clears throat> yes, I, I feel like I've uh, accustomed to it, but it's not um, it's not the worst thing I've smelled. So I've uh, kind of been on, uh, for lack of a better term, a wilderness sabbatical. So the smells of nature are vast and sometimes mm, a distraction to the senses. So, <laughs> not great, not terrible. <laughs> In the middle of the road. Yes. Um, yeah. Blood smells pretty bad. Blood? Mm. Uh, yeah, I imagine if it's slitting the throats of your enemies. Mm. Covered in it, like, all over your face. Yes. Do you have to do a lot of um, laundry, or do you just... Burn what you wear. Is this your playlist or? No, it's not my playlist. No, with most of my previous jobs, I I would um, I would begin, yes I would destroy my evidence afterwards. Mm. Right. Yes. I, not what what I do I, is uh, not always. Respected by law enforcement, so. But sometimes it's a means to an end that's um, necessary. Yes, especially when you're in servitude to a warmongering general that basically threatens your daughter and uh, you have to work for him. Um, yeah, it's not so fun. I've heard that. Uh... See, that could be quite conflicting. Mm. Yeah, I had to do some pretty terrible things. We've all done terrible things. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's one thing that um, unites groups like that. Done some bad shit. <laughs> but. Yeah, well, we can. This is us redeeming, right? We can this is redeeming. Exactly, yes. Oh, Sarsil, where have you been? As <laughs> he uh, <coughs> turns back to his human form. Um, <laughs> So sorry about that. Just had to go shake a lemon. <laughs> oh, God. Um, right. Well, uh, from my uh, understanding, uh, just what, do, you, do you need to take a lemon for maybe <laughs> so, a few minutes more? I think. It's just all the flying. Well, it really well, takes well, it out yeah, of you. We'll talk amongst ourselves for a little bit longer yeah. if you want. No, no, no. That's absolutely in my bag. If you need to. That's absolutely fine. Um, so my understanding is that uh, you know there is the more direct path of heading across these plains, but I don't know about you, but we were, you know, fairly high up and I was already getting a little bit of a brain pain. So if, uh, if you're feeling particularly hearty in your constitution for the next couple of miles, you could probably make it across the plains, um, but I believe that this is the most direct route and that's partly why there was such a large hoo-ha around uh, this, uh, this area with the twins and Giants. Ooh. So what are we doing? Are we walking somewhere now? Is that yeah. a choice to make? We either go direct or we sneak around, but if we sneak we have to deal with the... Oh, so yes, yes. If you go across the plains, probably an easier route there, um, but you may die from poisoning. Who knows? Oh, no. right. Um, or you go straight through this canyon. I'm not taking you any further because I understand that they have um, all sorts of 
bad times for people that are attempting to fly towards them. So I'd rather stay alive if I'm quite honest with you. Mm. Quinn tells me from the reconnaissance he was doing with something called the homunculus. Sounds weird. That they had some artillery for flying creatures. So. Oh. Mm. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. Um, right. Well, I'm just gonna. Are you a homunculus? I am not the homunculus. I've heard of homunculi, um, but um, no. Is homunculus a title? Or well, by the understanding of the homunculus, it would seem to dictate that it would be someone's name. Right. Odd name, I must say. Yeah. It definitely seems more of a maybe something you'd refer to yourself as to strike terror into. It's definitely a word I've picked up in books, but not uh, to, to brandish that as as you're chosen. I'm waffling. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not time. <laughs> I'm going to uh, limber up, but uh, yeah, um, I'm going to get ready to fly on out of here. And uh, hello. How, when we're successful, how do you propose that we leave? We've got a way of contacting you, or I'm sure that magical users such as yourselves is you know, you probably have some way to get back to the other continents. I would imagine that they've probably got some sort of teleportation magic that you could make use of if, if they're able to transport entire armies places, okay. maybe a gateway of some sort. I would just walk, <clears throat> we'll walk home then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> might be quite nice to feel the breeze after a battle mm. Mm. well um, best of luck uh, try not to die I'll be sipping a, a cold one for you on on those white white beaches of where again <laughs> our <Ardrassi. laughs> we, we got it <laughs> Ardrosi, sorry, I misspoke. I misspoke. Um, but yes, yeah. Uh, best of luck, as I say. Uh, Pelagus should have your full companion with you uh, as soon as possible. Uh, but best to make as much progress as possible. Um, uh, Godspeed. Thank you very much, Sasa. Just a nod. <sighs> right. Oh, okay. So this way, I will uh, go ahead. I will check the path. Sounds like a better idea than uh, dying of poison. So mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I'll um, keep on the on the. And uh, feel free to be as quiet as you can. Just looking at your armor, is it <laughs> oh, like heavy? Uh, yeah, I also got a disadvantage on stuff. So. Hmm. Something I could do, but it only lasts an hour. Let me see. Mm. I'm gonna cast Pass Without Trace. Damn! Using the key on the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lasts an hour. Yeah. Concentration on me. You get plus ten to stealth. So you could get eleven <laughs> if it gets really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I appreciate that, and I'll find a way to return the favour. Don't worry about it. I can't then. I can then cast invisibility because it's not a concentration spell, right? 
Wait, did you say pass without a trace? Yeah. It's, it's concentration. Oh, so I can't cast another one whilst I'm concentrating on them. Yeah. Sorry. Don't Are you sure it's not the key that concentrates on it for you? Or does it just give you the ability to cast as well? Just double checking. Because some sense you need to Following benefits, the key can be used to see it. Uh, uh, while holding the key, you can use a bonus. Uh, while holding the key, you can use an action to cast one of the following spells from it. Right. Alter self invisibility, not for pass that trace. So, yeah. No, it's like. Using a scroll, I think, so yeah. you would still need to concentrate. Yeah, it's not like the hat that I think gives you. That's fine. I don't need to go invisible. I, mean, I get advantage on it anyway. So. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. in terms of rules, uh, invisibility, invisibility yeah, just gives you advantage on like stealth checks for requiring sight. Yeah, so. that's fine then. Cool. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. And then she just starts to head ahead, like get ahead of you guys. Um, 100 foot ahead. 100? Yeah. Okay. Got the sending stone, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and I'll stealth away. Uh... Okay. Well, as you do, uh, I would like you. Well, we'll just say we will get you all to make stealth checks. Now, pass without a trace. How many creatures does that affect? Please hold. I think it's eight. Uh, each creature you choose within thirty feet of you, so maybe I have to stay a bit closer. Uh, has a plus 10 to bonus, so actually no, it's just, it is a distance thing, so I'll stay within 30 feet, my apologies. I think it's 30 feet when you cast it, or is it? For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet. Oh, okay. it, it is a bubble that you yeah. move together in. It's okay. each creature, so I guess it... It's yeah, so it's as many creatures with that you can squeeze in 30, 30 feet, yeah. yeah. So wait, can we squeeze your boys in there as well? Oh yeah, they'll, they'll love it. <laughs> yeah. They'll love it. Smush them together. Yeah. <laughs> But you can choose. You just, just be rolling the box that they're in. So either either you go on ahead, or you do pass that trace. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe uh, excuse my meta gaming for a second. You mm. could always do some reconnaissance and then come back and bring it forward with pass that trace to then get the most. Okay. So yeah, I could. How dare you? Disqualified. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get out. That's a window. Though. That is an off-topic question. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, all right then. That's, that's the suggestion. You do whatever you want to do. But you're a smart boy. I like it. Sense. It is smart. So I'll go ahead 100 feet, do the recce, come back, cast it. If we need to, yeah. If we need to, so, yeah. Just save it. Cool. Buzzing. So we'll do that. Cool. Well, make a stealth check for yourself. Did you mean to make that? Like, not when it came <laughs> out. A little stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of little uh, treat. Uh, 17. What's 17 plus 15? 32. 32. <laughs> As you begin to progress into the canyon, um, the, for the floor itself uh, crumbles slightly beneath your you spooky just close yeah. to um, the floor uh, yeah the floor itself crumbles beneath your feet slightly as it's kind of ashen and dusty just so dry but as you walk there's just that barely any noise is made as you slink in between various kind of uh, kind of uh, craggy passageways and like outcroppings that you're able to slink in between from and feel pretty confident that if there was to be anything within this canyon with you, you you're not likely to be seen um, but yes as there's various winding roads ridges and large statues which you had already seen which actually kind of form like archways but as you kind of look at it you realize that it's actually just like an arm of a giant that's just been kind of has fallen in place 
in that particular angle. Um, but the sprawling pathways that are ahead of you uh, do leave you with a sense of kind of paranoia as there are many kind of blind corners and there could be anything anywhere at any given time. Um, and these are very hostile territories. But you go for about 100 feet, finding the most open and wide uh, passageways and for 100 feet you don't see anything. You feel pretty confident that you are safe to progress with the group. Okay. I guess before I would have gone I would have said like let me get this far from you and then mm. start to follow. With the sending stone that she cast one a day. So it's not like a walkie talkie, it's like a sugar sort of thing. Little message as a cantrip? Yeah. Because that's 120 feet I think. Yes, it is. So I'll just point in Satine's broad direction. Mm. Hello. Is it safe for us yet? Yes, if you start to follow up the I I will continue to move forwards. Yeah. Now this canyon itself is maybe about five hundred feet wide. Wide. Yeah. So it's a pretty long and open space, but there are various bits of outcroppings, as I've said, that kind of give you coverage, both from above and from the distance or from the kind of uh, direction that you're you're heading into. Oh yeah, I'd maybe I'd attach to that message then, maybe try and follow in a particular path. Okay. Would you like to stand by me and we can get them to surround us? I think that sounds like a good idea. So you're staying 100 feet ahead, you two are now stealthing up. Um, I'll, I'll give you the option, if you're using the undead to surround you, mm. you could both make deception checks. It's like a Shaun of the Dead thing. Well, actually, I'd say that that would be more performance. So you can make performance checks, Amazing. or you can make stealth checks to blend in with your <laughs> fucking group. Bright red capes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been somewhat weathered by yeah, the, flying the wind flying yeah, through. They're, 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 yeah, the crate. They're dying. Nobility is, yeah. Is, is, yeah. Uh, well, do we need to, do you think? Yes, I guess. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. What happened last time you didn't stealth? We won the game, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smashed it. Completed it, completed it, mate. Completed it. 100% platinum. You completed it. it in a sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're doing performance or stealth? Stealth. Okay. They're all the same modifier for me, so I will... I'm, I'm experimenting, but it's giving you different ways of hmm. achieving the same thing. I like that. So I don't really care. <laughs> 10. 23. Damn. With disadvantage. Sheesh! Okay. 10 on deception, why not? We'll go with that. There you go, so you... No, right. Who? You cast the thing on me, right? Mm. No. Oh, you don't have that. So 13. Oh, 13, oh, 13 then. Okay. Which is not as good as I thought. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you initially try to time your strides with the undead creatures around you, and so the your clattering of armor matches the pace of the <laughs> of the undead around you. Unfortunately, it just ends up making a weird like clank, clank, clank. Clang, 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 which kind of echoes throughout the canyon. Can I hear that? A hundred feet away, you hear clang, 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 clang. I, I tell the guys to give us a bit more, like, 
You with your lower <laughs> lower performance or deception um, is very much just that. It's just a, a, a everyday person just walking like an idiot. Yeah, creepy, creepy ghoul. <laughs> Spooky. I'm definitely not thriller. But hey, you're, you're in amongst the dead, and after a little bit of time, they start to round the bend and coming towards you. You just see these two in the center of this like mosh pit of undead. This isn't going to work. <laughs> uh, are you going to continue on forwards then? Is that what plans? And you keep rubber banded? Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, is there anything you can do to be more quiet? I know we're not in direct confrontation right now, but it might help. I think I should um, remove this. What? No, don't do no, that. That draws AC. Terrible idea. A lot. Do not Fair take your armor off. It would take you to 12 Ten. plus 2 for your shield. So 14. 14. Okay, yeah, that is quite a big drop. How long does it take to put it back on as well? Like 10 minutes. Yeah, does it speed up? You've got eight, eight, eight boys to help. Okay, um Okay, so you can't be quiet. I mean at the moment, um give me a, a retroactive uh perception check. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Other than the various statues, which as you're kind of passing by some of them, they look incredibly lifelike. Um, but you do not notice any undead. You actually don't notice any life. No small rodents, no birds in the sky, nothing. Spooky. Mm. Very spooky. Mm. Okay. Well, I will continue to go ahead by about 100 foot. If I get into trouble, use the blower, and you can check in with me. Yes, in a few moments, I will check and see if it is safe for us to proceed. Um, is there a way that I can, as I'm walking, leave a try and leave like a trail so they can follow the best route? If I find the best route, that is. Um, kind of goes against stealthing, but in this case, so that you can leave like markings yeah. on the walls. I'll just as I go along, I'll just use my dagger maybe just on the floor if it's like not too loud, just a little. Line the sand, so. Yeah. Cool. Alright. 100 feet ahead. So 100 feet ahead. Uh, I'm travelling quite a way, so I don't know how you want to. Sure, make another self check. Just because yeah. you've interacted with the others. So they're both terrible dice rolls, so the minimum for them is 10, so it's 25. 25. You still feel pretty good that you are unseen. But as you're progressing forwards, you do kind of take a moment to look up into the sky itself. And the, the sky itself is like a uh, kind of gray, tarnished look to it. And it's even giving a slight wavy hue as the fumes that are kind of pressing out from the ground on either side of the canyon is just kind of almost creating this like streaky, like oil look to the sky. Um, but looking up, you feel uh, something wet hit your face. And then another 
and another. And what starts as a singular drop of rain, it turns into many. As fresh rain begins to fall and gives your eyes a little bit of relief from the fumes that have gotten into it earlier, um, but creating a constant low kind of hammering sound as the noise of the water hits the ground beneath your feet. It's like Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> Just like Metal Gear Solid 5. Wow. There it is. Oh. Um, He's got seven. <laughs> Sheesh. But you continue to press forwards until, and you do this kind of relay race. Mm. And after about a mile of travel, the constant sound of rain hitting the ground um, you start to hear another kind of continuous sound. Um, if I could get all of you to make a perception check for me. No. 18. 27. 5. Okay. Nothing from you. Somewhat distracted by your own uh, undead chorus that's going around. Quinn's yammering away in my head. He's got some, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I, I won't do it. It's all in your head, mate. It's all in your head. Um, what did you roll, sorry? Uh, 18. 18. Um, so for you two, there's another sound, a kind of a, a slightly lower rumble, um, almost like a drone. Um, and it kind of permeates throughout the entire chasm. Um, Sourceless, you don't know where it's coming from, but it just sounds like it's all around you. This constant low rumble. Hmm. That could be an issue. Yeah, at this point, 100, 100 feet away from these guys, can I hear them as well now that with the rain falling and this rumble? Would the that rain mask them a bit? Uh, the rain definitely masks them um, to the point where it's not until they get within like 30 feet of you that you know that they're like. There. Okay, cool. Um, That's really So it certainly helps. Really. Helps you. Mm-hmm. Might help other things as well. Mm-hmm. But for you, as you climb over one ridge, um, it gives you a slightly clearer view of the actual layout of this canyon ahead of you as you start to see. Well, another perception check for me. Okay. The constant rain will start to kick up a little bit. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Uh, you see multiple groups of undead staggering around. Straight on the blower. There's there's various bits of vegetation. Some of it has dried off, but it certainly kind of obfuscates some paths. And there's other areas where it kind of winds through and like allows you to dip below. But there are some groups of um, some that are 10, 15. There's other roving bands that are about 100 or so. Um, cool. Various, the, the undead that are within them, some are similar to what Quinn has with him. Oh. Others are Vaan. <laughs> Alright, pay that. Others are much larger. Um, but each one, there seems to be a healthy distance between each group. Okay. So certainly seems possible to pass through them. Cool. Oh, straight on the floor. I need you... I need you to stay where you are. 
up ahead, lots of groups of undead. Going to watch their pattern for a moment, see if there's anything useful. But uh, hunker down for a second. Well, don't, then, don't move up. You have to stop moving. What's so the reason? She's the spotted a groups of undead that are not wearing capes. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that mean? They're the bad guys. Ooh. So we should stop, wait, I'll message her in a few moments to see. As you say, I appreciate the bad guys. From Book. <laughs> and and they fist bump each other. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle breaks in a little bit and the finger falls out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just stay out there for a moment just to watch them from my sneakiness and sneak position. Are they moving or are they just settled in where they are? Is there like a could you could you plan out a path to get around them or are they moving so it's trickier to do so? Um, so some of the larger ones are just remaining in like uh, a single position, um, but the smaller, like 10 to 15 ones, they are roaming and they do also appear, again, somewhat uh, aided by the knowledge of undead that you have from Varn. Um, they do seem to have two or so that are leading them in almost like a patrolling fashion. Like a commander, a jet, captain for each one. Kind of cool. Um, don't know how long I want to stay up there. I don't want to stay up there too long. Maybe five minutes and just see if there's any like back and forward movement or if it is all kind of just constant motion in a direction. Okay. Uh, for this, I will get you to make an inside check. Okay. okay. Oh, it's one of the one of the dots. Uh, that's good. That's fine. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, after a little bit of time up there kind of straining your eyes somewhat because, as I say, the vegetation is kind of obfuscating them slightly. Uh, with the larger groups, it's very easy to see because they are just kind of washing through any remaining bits of uh, dry vegetation, slightly dampening right now, um, and bits of stone and, uh, and kind of like remnants of statued uh, giants and just kind of swarming around and moving. Um, but after a while, you get the a general sense of where their movements are, so you feel fairly confident. Um, and I'd say with that role, that if you were to try and sneak past them, uh, you would have advantage for the group to move around where their movements would be. Amazing. Okay. Cool. I'll go back to the group. About checking in. I don't know if it costs you anything. Um, so I come back. Uh, so I th yes, this uh, this is not a this is not the fight we want to take up ahead. This is a fight we want to avoid. Uh, hun hundreds, groups some of, some groups. Yeah. yeah, some groups of hundreds, some groups smaller. Too many. Yes, this is not one we would be able to take on lightly. So we're going to sneak through. Okay. Uh, if worse comes to worse, I do have a ability that may be able to help us out, but. The bigger groups aren't moving as much, the smaller groups we may come across, so you may need to use that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to cast something now, which should help you all. Gets out the key, casts Pass Without Trace, stay within 30 feet, you get plus 10 to your step. 
That's what you need to stealth. You're stealthing. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm going to stealth. So much. Thank you, Stephen. I'm stealthing. Sorry, Satin. Yes, Sorry, Satin. Thank yeah. you, Satin. How do you get so stealthy? I just, I'm stealthy. You're just born stealthy. Born stealthy. Just that cream. It's, yeah, it's all that cream. Right. Okay, well, as you kind of, the ridge where you had kind of climbed up to, there is a, a path that runs down to more like the base level of the canyon. So you start to push down there as a small contingency of people. I'm sure that works. Um, and you begin to press through. If we take your strategy from earlier being in the middle, keep them within 30 mm. feet, at least then if we aren't stealthy enough, the first thing they'll see is other undead. Yeah. yeah. So, again, either stealth or performance. Well, it's going to be stealth for plus 10, yeah. so. <laughs> uh, and you have advantage with the aid of you kind of knowing when to pause, when to go, um, and roughly any kind of, other than just focusing on your direct path, being aware of your surroundings as well. Um, so for, for you, Sayri, uh, that is a straight roll for the other two. It is advantage. I will say that the DC, whilst your undead still needs a roll, it will be a lower DC. Because I'll just roll them for a group. Yeah, for all yeah, eight, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get advantage and plus ten. Yeah, you're straight. Plus ten. <laughs> Whoa. There's <laughs> still time. <laughs> right. Okay, zombie, zombie boys first. Uh, Twenty. Ah, uh, fuck, that's what their stealth is. Twenty-four. Sure. Same. Twenty-four. 39 total. You just walk right past her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a shadow just <laughs> right in front of me. And then for me, <coughs> is 21. 21. Okay. Um. to press through and there are you know there are moments when you can hear and see the smaller groups kind of begin to push past and now that you're actually lower and amongst this this kind of like level um, terrain that low kind of droning sound is is more of like a constant like constant kind of low rumbling sound of what could be Thousands of people just, but just constantly and everywhere, just echoing and bouncing off of the walls of this this canyon. Nightmare shit. Um, but you are able to pause when you need to. You can see that there are groups that kind of pass, and there are actually some that still look in your direction, but just don't seem to acknowledge you or don't even seem to. Um, kind of notice you and then as the kind of night begins to fall um, just kind of look straight past and there are some that pass straight past you as well um, but uh, you for the next kind of mile or so feel pretty confident that you've made it past the bulk of where these undead creatures are which is pretty good because as you kind of come across 
uh, an outcropping, kind of sticking closer to the sides of the canyon wall, so you're less likely to have them approach on either side. There's like a, almost like a wave of undead that come round the corner and just begin to kind of fill in this area, um, but you're able to kind of slink past them and avoid any detection. But as the night begins to fall, the rain falls harder, uh, almost punching the ground with the force at which it's coming down. Um, and ahead of you, the valley begins to narrow. Um, and there is also kind of almost like a, a climb to it as it starts to start rising out of the deepest part of this canyon. But the singular path that's leading up, um, there's, there's no vegetation, it's a bit more of an open area. Um, if I could get you all to make a perception check for me as you're approaching. 15. For anybody that doesn't have dark vision, this would be with disadvantage. Two. <laughs> for me, that is a 30 total. Jesus. Yeah, man. Gotta love them rocks. I would have said as well, as we left the main canyon with all the undead, I would have maybe got that distance again. Mm. Not, as, out a little bit. not as far, probably, because I don't have the sending stone anymore, because that's now used. Um, so maybe like 50 foot within shouting distance if needed. So, Well, as you kind of gain a bit of distance and that kind of the constant sound of just hundreds of moans and groans and gurgles begins to kind of permeate predominantly from behind you. Um, you press forward and with that roll, you, once again, you see two uh, kind of statues either side of this passageway that leads up. Um, but looking at them, whilst most of them have seemed incredibly lifelike, the pupil of one of them seems to dilate ever so slightly. Okay. I push back to the group and warn them. So I say, up ahead we may have trouble. What kind? Two giants. Oh. I think they're not stone. So we should treat them with uh, extreme caution. Well, that would be a safe way to go. Or we can try and avoid them. And I think the path is pretty much... Onwards. Okay. Well, I'll get into position, have my first shot, and then you guys all... Uh... Are we, as you're sure, that they're... They might not be hostile. No, do they hate the... Undead? So perhaps they... If you want to go and have a talk with them, please feel free to. No. You struck me as a bit of a negotiator. <laughs> I'm not a diplomat. Ah! <laughs> the negotiator! Perhaps you can, um, follow Quinn's lead when talking to the giants. Okay. <laughs> well, what, language, I don't, what languages do you speak? Uh, not giant. Right. <laughs> you? Also not giant. Okay, I think diplomacy might be difficult. 
But are you? But do we want to go around attacking things which aren't undead? Is that wise? I say we let him make the first move and if it is to attack. Ah, but I know you wish to. You, you guys can go up front and see what Fine. with them. Oh. If I am not allowed to get my advantages, then so be it. But I will not put myself <laughs> in danger first. You can. I'm more than happy to be the first one to go up ahead. I'm going to go over there, and then Sabine just starts to. Wise. I will say with the perception check that you made, it. It didn't look healthy. As in, oh, it didn't look in good condition. Oh, so it's okay. it's a giant, but it's probably a friend of undead. Right. Given everything else that you've uh, encountered here, for anything to be just alive would be oh, of course, odd. yeah. Oh, okay. In which case, then, um, on second thought, I, I've talked to Quinn. <laughs> um, he has to be inside. Quinn in the room with us. Quinn is yeah, in the room with us, yeah. He's the master of the polar bears. <laughs> and Quinn says, from his homunculus research, that this... Actually, no, you're right. You were, of course, right. I should defer to your knowledge when it comes to... Killing this, things. Uh, killing things, yes. Thank so you. go ahead. It'll be our guest. Amazing. Uh, right. When you start... Uh, when you hear shouting or moaning... Uh, yeah, you know what to do. Well, come right over. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, I will uh, steal myself and mm. equip my blade. Uh, has it been over an hour? So we passed without trace of the drop by now. Would I still get? I, I would say it's been dropped at this point. Okay, cool. Um, actually, don't worry. Yeah. Okay. I'll just begin to stealth this path if there was because I've already been up quite a distance is there any way when I was there that I could see that I could get within a certain distance to these creatures specifically within 120 uh, 120 feet. is fine there's about stealth. a 50 foot distance between where these like kind of statues are lent over and kind of creating an archway to this path that leads up um, and it's just kind of open but the ground is now slowly turning into like a mushy kind of dirt okay. um, as opposed to the dried ashy ground that you were treading on before. Okay. Uh, well yeah, I'll um, sneak on up, get within what I would know, the range being 120 foot or closer. Mm-hmm. Um, line up my shot with my heavy crossbow. Sabine's old heavy crossbow to be specific. Train it on target's head and go for a shot. Okay. So, if you're, how far is your dark vision? 60 feet. So, if you're doing it from 120 feet away, Mm -hmm. I would say that you you would be shooting with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it's quite a distance, there's no light down here. And the rain as well. And the rain, so you would at least have to get within 60 feet to stand a chance to get a good shot on. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. So would that be straight? It would be straight, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, cool. So straight attack on that. Let's go, baby. Alright. Take it to dinner. That's no good. Uh, that's gonna miss. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Say it. 
It's two on the dice. <laughs> uh, with a plus six on the heavy crossbow. Damn, only six. Mm. So I'm. Does it then suddenly notice? Uh, you're 120 feet away, so you've got. Uh, you can try and make a perception check with disadvantage. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that is 13. Wait. Reliable talent. So it'll be 23. 23. No, 21, sorry. 21. Alright. Um, it's hard to tell. Even at that, even with a roll like that, between the rain and the distance and the lack of dark vision, or the the dark vision is what's giving you the ability to even be able to pick up any detail, you can still see the pathway between them, um, but you don't seem to notice any like alarmed movement. Okay. Knowing that none of these would have noticed either, I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, I go for another one. Sure. Don't fuck me, dice. We're fucking bad. It's not much better. Um, Thirteen. Again. It's fucking dice. And this time, you ever so faintly see it kind of coast down the path in between these two giants and kind of and just scour on the floor. Any movement? Perception check. You can pick that up when we go through that. Yeah, I can get <laughs> yeah. on that, yeah. Uh, perception would be disadvantage, yeah. but then reliable talent, so that kicks in one of the badness. And so two becomes ten. Uh, ten 21. Yeah, Twenty-one, yeah. Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> How many bolts you got? <laughs> I'm going to need a lot. Well, at least you can pick them up, away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not here. That's what should be done by now. <laughs> yeah, she's taking a rather long time for a assassin. You could just move up. <laughs> Within 60 feet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Third time's a charm. Come on, no. Stay where I am. She's fucking stubborn. She's stubborn. So it's a straight. Sorry, I keep going. It's a straight, yeah. All right. That's more fucking There we go. 18 oh, plus fucking, fucking six. That hits. Yeah, <laughs> woo, we fucking go. Now we're sucking diesel. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, go on. Roll your Damage. weapon die. Yep. Your sneak attack, and then double, then add your modifier. Because it's critical, because it's surprised. Yeah. <sighs> okay, if it wasn't raining. <laughs> yeah, <I'd> be fucking. <laughs> just, just, this fucking giant just stood there, it's just. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> right. Uh, so that's 10 straight on the thing. Damage, just straight. Crossbow damage, 10. On the die. On the die, yeah. Cool. How many fucking sneaks do I get at this level? Eight. Eight. Yikes. Oh, that's three sixes. Just there. Six, 
44 points of damage. Doubled becomes 88 points of damage. That's your modifier. Uh, that was with it. That was with it. Yeah, yeah. So 88 points of damage. And unlike Sabine, there is no second attack. So she goes to hide straight after that little number. As this final one, she just takes a big deep breath, thinks about why she's here, who she's here for, goes for the shot, nails it. So as you fire off that shot and kind of slink back into the kind of somewhat kind of tree line that you're in, um, it sinks into something. And initially there isn't any kind of response. And then you hear the shifting of stone against stone and you see a foot kind of step onto the ground in front of where that doorway was. <laughs> As a large undead giant starts to rise from the wall itself and pushes itself upright. Uh, if you could roll... Oh, did you already roll stealth? Or no, not yet. Yeah. Roll stealth for advantage. That one's cocked. That is better. Uh, stealth is 18 plus 15. 33. Okay. Okay. You, uh, you feel pretty confident that it does not know where you are, but... The sound it made, would it, it made, would it be loud enough that I would know these would now? Uh, well, you, you two, standing in the little kind of mosh pit that you're in, just hear just a wailing sound coming up from up ahead. I think that's that, outside. That's outside. As you do, you hear like a... You can see that there's like little bits of stone that are starting to bounce on the ground around you. You can hear that growing from behind you. Forward. Fuck. Unto death. <laughs> um, can we see anything that uh, there could be coming from? Sure. So dark vision within 60 feet. Mm. Uh, if you would like to roll a perception check, if you're trying to just perceive what's in, within that range, just straight roll anything past that disadvantage. Take my chances. Just take his chances, James. That's one. Uh, you kind of go back around like this slight outcropping that allows you to slink past that kind of large um, horde. Yeah. Um, and you look around and because, you know, when it's raining so hard, it almost creates that like slight misty effect. Right. Yeah. You look around and it's just a darkness. And you can see slight bits of like stone outcropping from where you were a little bit higher. And that nothing. Well, you, you should go. To meet our friend. Indeed. Ch charge forwards. Go, fight, now. Okay, let's. Well, just quickly, uh, if. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, if I could get you all to roll initiative, mm -hmm. just quickly, just so we've got some semblance of an order. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Actual 20. Yes. Are we having my boys go just before me on my turn? Keep it simple? Sure, yeah. Okay, so it's seven for me. <laughs> 18. 
should have thought that was going to happen. It would be like an alarm. An alarm, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so... We just got to get a wriggle on now, that's why. Mm. I just want to get my assassinating nut. Alright. Now I've got it. Uh, 25 to 20. Uh, 21. 21. Something's never changed. Uh, 15 to 20. 18. Hi. Bye. <laughs> nice playing with you. You know the Homer sinking into the bush at him, but it's just you into a horse like that. 10 to 15. Oi, oi, oi. Jackie. Um, and then. What was your. Seven. Sayuri. <laughs> okay. Slow, slowly. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Not wrong. Okay, perfect. Vaughn, you're up. Uh, blink. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes trouble. Blink! Use blink! Just rubbing inside. What's he got? What's he got? That fucker's That's me. why you're held up. Yeah. You're looking for him for a split second. <laughs> I've, I've, I've improved. So I've got a blink and something else. So I, I now have a two turn wind up. Oh. And then I'm, I start I'm contributing. Leash. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to give it a little tickle before you can unleash the Delta Power. Uh, so blink, run forwards, and I'll send them. They can all dash forwards. Yeah, you're just trying to make it to the doorway? Yeah, so because you guys are about like a hundred feet back. Yeah. Oh, but are we going to fight these things now? We're just going to run, run past them. Oh, okay. Then I won't cast blink. I'll just dash forwards. Although I won't know that until I see you running and then not stopping to fight, continuing to run. So, so in fact, I will yeah wreck on that. I'll just dash until we know what's happening. Actually, okay. So movement, action, and everyone's pushing forwards. Yeah. Uh, uh, they all like thirty feet. Uh, some are. A bit sl- the some zombies are slower, but let's just round it up. Keep it easy. Yeah. So sixty feet, full turn. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> do I do we see? Oh well, I'm never gonna see. Satine. Uh, so. So just no. just booking it forward. Ah! Just little little kind of like dry bits and twigs like scratching yeah. across your skin. Um, and like kind of now that you've made sixty feet, just in like kind of about six another sixty feet of distance, um, you can kind of see like where this like little kind of archway is. Um, but there does appear to be like something moving its like shadows moving across the archway. So I don't have dark vision, but my boys do. So I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna ask them what did they see. Yeah. <laughs> All the gay in front just grab hold of you and just pull you through. Oh, you can get them to make a, a perception check with. I think it's just a straight roll Scoop. at this point now. Sixty feet. Okay, fine. Um, plus three. They have. It's not bad. Better than some familiars. So that's a one. Uh, Do you see that all the, the water is starting to like flood their eye holes? Oh. Starting to like fill in the lids. Just oh. keep running then. <laughs> Lead the way. Um, lovely stuff. Okay. Uh, now it's for the uh, giant's turn. Currently it can't see anybody. And 
Okay. So you are. This is a bit the disadvantage of going first, is now I'm just gonna fucking rock in my face and kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Team wipe. Um, not again. Obi-Wan's gonna kill me. Oh no, I'm too brave for giants. Hmm. <laughs> you still got the Thunderbolt though. Mm. So still got oh the yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. You've got yeah. eight zombies, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the formation is broken a little bit. Right now. Just, I'm just like, you just kind of like, yeah. yeah. I'm going to roll yep. a. Uh, I'm going to roll a d10. Okay. Nine, it's you. Yep. Eight or seven, it's alpha and beta. Okay. And anything lower is the roll. The other levels, yeah. Um, okay. Keep the, keep the two. Eight. So that's one of our beta. Big boys um, get chonked. So. So we're gonna get a promotion. <laughs> Promoted to customer. And <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got. They got. They got decent stats. These guys. Uh, are they? These are these. Uh, oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's got more HP. Sixty HP. Sheesh. So you might be able to take a hit for some. Okay, okay. Just run to see if it can see them. Just to play it safe. Uh, I need uh, Alpha or Beta to make a constitution saving throw for me. Okay. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no. 13. 13, okay. Lucky for some. Might be unlucky for Alpha <laughs> or Beta. Uh, so, either Alpha or Beta take 36 points of cold damage cold. and are now paralysed. Oh. That's a big hit. That's what they're here to do. Uh, so, you fodder. Yeah. <laughs> alpha or Beta? Uh, alpha, because it's okay. the only Alpha just running along <laughs> as its joints start to freeze over. Yeah. And you can hear like some of the, the bones are popping. As like the forward momentum carries on, but the freezing almost takes an instant effect. End of Terminator 2. Ah, there you go. There it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How much was that? 33? Yeah. Uh, shop. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boom. No, 53. Okay, Satine. Um, not knowing the plan has changed. Actually, how knowing how loud that roar was, I know that they heard, but would I? Would I be stretching it to know that it was all going to shit behind us now? Uh, you be can attempt to make. I mean, you wouldn't know that anything's happening. You can attempt to make a perception check to see if you hear anything. Just gonna go for another um, shot. I will say that you saw its eyes flash blue and do some damage to something. Yeah. Or no, do it, something. It did something. Okay. Cool. So eyes flash blue, uh, blue, and then that's it. From my hidden position, I'm gonna go for another. Shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm gonna move up if I can see somewhere I'll, I'll be able to hide in once I get there. So if I look ahead. Can I see somewhere I can hide moving forwards? You can. You move ten feet, and then it's just open. Okay. I'll stay. I guess as close as I can without being into the open. So you're fifty feet away. Fifty feet away. So still. Oh yeah. That's, that's better. That's better. I won't be at a disadvantage, right? Uh, no, not with your dark vision. So, advantage on the attack? No. Uh, you're attacking from hidden, so yes. 
Just as uh, a quick one, do you have the one that allows you to ignore loading the feet? No. And you can. No, you've got no feet whatsoever. No. Uh, so so be, uh, you wouldn't have been able to shoot this round. Roger that. Because it takes an action to load uh, on a heavy crossbow. Uh, crossbow heavy, let's have a look. It's got the loading property. Yeah, but that just means you can only attack once, right? Yeah, yeah and then it takes an action to load it. No, I don't think it's that bad. It's just you can only fire once in a turn. Oh, really? I think so. There you go. If that is the case. Otherwise, that's well. bad. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of conversation about it, to be fair. What, what exactly is, is the Reddit thread I found? What exactly <laughs> block capitals does the loading property mean? Only one piece of ammunition when you use an action. Uh, you use an action, bonus action, or reaction to fire it, regardless. Yeah, yeah, so you can only fire it once per turn. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so if I had, yeah, okay, cool. Lovely. So that is my thing. That's your turn. That was my 35 to hide. I will not bother rolling perception for them. How <laughs> <laughs> um, they looking? Did that hurt? Uh, Hard to tell. Yes. It is uh, the it's times where, dead, you, where, so. you, where you focused on it, um, you can see that there are parts of it that are falling off, um, but you can't tell if that was already like that or if that's <laughs> yeah. caused by you. I'm dead, baby. <laughs> Hard to assess how they're feeling. They're pretty. They're feeling pretty bad. What you do notice, though, is as you go to dip back into cover, the other statue begins to <laughs> push off of the wall. Okay. Um, oh yeah, uh, that one. Uh, it's its turn. Uh, and it doesn't see anything, so it's just gonna chuck a rock at random. So uh, let's. Pretty well. So that is a 26, and once again, we're just going to roll a d10. So we're going <laughs> to we, we do 
it knows something's going on. Mm-hmm. It can't see what it's throwing at, which in rules as written is just disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still do. What did I say? Eight, nine, ten. Oh, what? <laughs> it's random, maybe. It's, yeah. yeah. Three bullshit. Skeleton, then we'll do a skeleton. So this will be. Oh, I think. Might be. Oh no. Twenty-five points of bludgeoning damage. Ah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Shit. He's dead then. Yeah. So as you're running towards... exploded. (laughs) You're running towards it and you just see this just massive black object fly overhead and just... And like little bits of bone fragments start to pelt the back of your head. You, you've not even started to move yet. Just see a skeleton just go... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Shows out. Uh, Speaking of, uh, Seiri, it is your turn. Um, I'm gonna very quickly cast protection from evil and good on myself, and then make a dash toward, not dash, just start making a run towards the slot. Okay, so you move 30 feet. How far am I from uh, the entourage? After 30 feet, you're 90 feet away. Uh, the, The entourage, you're 30 feet away. The entourage. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the name. The entourage. Yeah, so that's what Dash is action, right? Correct. Yeah. Cool. Alright, forget that then. I'll just cast a spell and then run towards this slot. Okay, so protection from good and evil. Yeah. That does. Um protects against certain types of creature, so aberration, celestial, elemental, fae, fiend and undead. Uh, creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. Cool. Uh, I also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. But Sweet. Good to know. Thank you. That's okay, nice. so you move 30 feet. At that point, the rumbling gets louder. And as you're starting to run, you can't help but look over. And as you do, you just see a wave of undead smash up against the side of the canyon wall and start chasing you. Fuck. They are 30 feet away. Fly, you fool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is your turn. That is my turn. (laughs) Back to the top of initiative, Vaughn. Pull one out. (laughs) (laughs) Respect the dead. That's two. two, He he survived. The other one survived. He's paralyzed, though. Yes, but it'll... Sort himself out. No back. I mean, he should roll to break free now, I imagine. Uh, he's breaking free! Uh, he, he's paralyzed at the end of your next turn. Oh, okay. So and, then he, and, then he's, and then he gets to try. Oh, yeah. So he'll only be as far back as him anyway. So <laughs> you can catch up with you and Alpha. <laughs> I hate Mondays! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wish I was dead. <laughs> that is great. That is very good. Uh, in which case, then, so remind me again what I see now but through my beta's eyes. <laughs> Wait, so you're so you were 60 feet away. 
Yeah. If you're remaining 60 feet and you just want to see what's at the start of your turn. I, I just want to know what to do on my turn, yeah, so I need to know what I can see. Um, I mean, get your undead, get beta to make uh, another perception check. Good. Good on him. Plus three. Uh, same as last time, I think. Twelve. Twelve? Um, you, I, I would say the beta can see the outline of two figures kind of stumbling about, probably stood at about, I don't know, 20 feet tall. Um, but again, just between their legs, that single pathway, uh, which the pathway itself is probably wide enough at about 15 feet. So it's a pretty tight passageway. Um, so yeah. Okay. How far away? From you now, the mouth of that entrance is 60 feet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in 10 feet, you'll break through the brush and enter into like a 50 feet, just open plane. Oh, right, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just shout. I'm going to keep running. To <laughs> 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 know none of my allies that, that I can see around me. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just obey it to fucking gun it. As fast as your bony no, no. legs will carry us. <laughs> cool, so as a squad. Yeah. Movement. Squad moves up 30 yep. feet. That gets you in range of the first giant. In terms of what? Like, combat. Oh, you are like, what, he's five foot? Is it really fucking me up? I think we're, <laughs> I think we're in combat range. <laughs> well, within, like, his melee range, I would say. Oh, I see, um, yeah. If you move another, if you're going to use your action to move again, yeah. then you'll get to the entranceway, you'll exit his melee, mm. but again, we'll just roll a d10 to see if he hits you or if he hits one of you. It's like having the best mirror image there is. Mm. That's my other spell I've bought. What a fucking shot. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my two turn wind up is blink and mirror image and then just Jesus. never move or yeah. do anything else. Yeah. Just stand in one space. Shield generators. And just, oh, like, and also shield. Oh, so, <laughs> so, you are literally Qui Gon behind the. Yeah, the yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just wait for all the guys yeah. fighting. But yeah, just, just letting you know. That's. Um, <laughs> is that oil? <laughs> Oh, oh. K1 Jelly, not sponsored. That's your birthday somewhere. How'd you get sponsored by then? Dash, dash forward. Dash oh. forward. Okay. So, as I'm you there. and your, <laughs> as you and the entourage begin <laughs> to move, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this giant just and starts carving through the ground towards your group. Evasive manoeuvres! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're back to... So now it's... Seven Only one down, yeah. Well, one skeleton... And oh, so two, two are down, line. so six skeletons. And six then, skeletons yeah. and you, yeah. so... Six skelly boys. Seven hits you, six, beta, five, the rest. The yeah. other, it just... Five. Doesn't hit anything, I guess. Seven. Which is you. Fuck good. I'll take it here. Alright. Um so this, so this is its reaction. Um so that's uh, that is twenty-two to hit. Yeah. <laughs> you got a reaction. 
Uh, no, definitely, definitely still no. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Still no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so there is 25 points of slashing damage. Oh, that's as, damage. I can take that. As the sword carves through and <laughs> somehow <laughs> the undead actually kind of part a little bit and make oh. a small opening as it swings through and <laughs> carves up your arm. Luckily, you manage to avoid getting hit in the head. But, uh, <laughs> ouch. Um, Beta, who's still with you, is just like, I'm sorry! <laughs> and moves over to the left side. Someone will remember this. But so you are at the entryway, and as you do, the you can see this other giant kind of pulling the last of his leg out of the wall, but you're now in that kind of entryway. You're kind of almost like creating a semicircle around okay. it as you begin to filter in. Uh, yes, fine. 25. Uh, okay. Another one where spirits disappears. Fail yeah. in concentration. Oh, oh. Damn. damn. With Warcaster. A five and a one. Damn. Uh, so this is one of the Skelly Boys? This is, uh, this was like a putrid, bloated. Right. So this one zombie. just kind of like collapses and almost yeah. like almost like merges with the mud on the floor and creates like a puddle of mm. a, a human. Yeah. Viscera. Mm. Yeah. Yum. Okay. Um, so that is uh, anything with your bonus action? No, no. no. Uh, so this is the giant's turn. Um, it's your, your group is the only thing that it can see. Um, this is the lesser of two evils from a fucking wave of a hundred zombies. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I think yeah. I'm okay with that kind of scenario. Um, let me just refresh this. Sorry. sorry. Um, okay, uh, it's going to excuse me. Uh, yeah, it's just going to take a swipe at you lot. It can make two weapon attacks. Um, so, the first one is a 22, um, so now it's six of you lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, we only lost one more, yeah. yeah. Just, in theory it could still attack you, but none of you have done anything directly threatening to it, and as far as it's concerned, you're all one group. Four, so that'd just be one of your regular boys. Um, so... God damn. Uh, there's only 13 points of damage on the first one. Kind. Uh, this is slashing damage. Okay, 13, yeah. 13. Okay, I can take that. Um... You can take it, you can take it. And then the second attack is... Uh, 27, so that's going to hit, again, one of your skelly boys, or one of your regular ones, and that is going to be, oof, 34 points of slashing damage. Yes, they're still standing, both of them. Yes. Um, as it just... <laughs> 
just carving through the ground, not even really necessarily picking out a particular target, it's just wildly flailing at the ground. It's almost like it's just trying to kill some ants. Um, okay, uh, it is now Satine's go. Cool. Um, I'd say at this point now, now that it's like can see 30 feet away, away, and you're kind of like pressed up against some like undead, or undead, some dead tree, you can see like bits of stone starting to scatter on the floor rumbling and I can see these guys run and then you, <laughs> you just see past. this group one skeleton whoosh, yeah. another skeleton freezes <laughs> and then after like about six seconds begins to run again yeah <laughs> and then just trailing behind you can just faintly see <laughs> Sayri <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm gonna um, from hidden mm-hmm. take a shot at the one that was already doing yep. so go for that Mm-hmm. This is no disadvantage or anything because it's just within range. Yep. But with advantage because yeah, you were hidden. Thank fuck, because that's oh. natural one. <laughs> <laughs> so that is um, 17. Uh, yes, that hits. Cool. So 17 uh, on one of them, but well, the same one that I've been doing the damage on so far, just to keep it consistent. Uh, so that is 9. Points on the crossbow plus 10, 20, 23, 25, 28, 29 points of damage. 29. Uh, how do you want to do this? Oh, so I see a lot going on. People <laughs> are running, skeletons getting evaporated. Uh, just again, deep breath. Just back of its head I imagine it's turned away to deal with the ones that are running past it now yeah. so back of its head hopefully it starts to slump and drop yeah so you fire that off and it um, from your perspective Vaughn as you kind of like turn around to see if it's going to swing down at you again you just see like a, a little kind of for its eye but the eye just begins to leak and leak as all of the kind of uh, juices inside of the eye begin to pump out and the eye <laughs> itself starts to deflate a little bit as it just falls <laughs> forwards into the wall and starts to crumble down yeah. kneeling next to the side of this entryway. Nice, nice. Um, watching it collapse, but as it starts to collapse, I even, as soon as I know it's done the deed, I'm just going to start sprinting. So I'm going to, also as I'm doing it, can I get my daggers out? Put the heavy crossbow over my shoulder, just so I know I'm getting close up now. So, yeah, I think if you want to stow it, that's like a bonus action or something. Okay. I'll run in with my heavy crossbow then, in hand still. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna move regardless. Well, are you trying to change weapons? Yeah. yeah you, need to, you need to drop it. Yeah, than just yeet it. No. If you want to get a melee weapon out as well, you need to drop it. Yeah. As in, like, put it on no, the back. Drop it, drop it. Throw it? Yeah. You're trying to get something else out. Yes. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to start running. I'm going to use uh, bonus action to dash. Okay. So, so, so movement, bonus action. That gets feet. you to the mouth. But as you get there, so there's another giant that's like pushing it out itself out of the wall. And there's a bit of a block. Because as you get to the mouth of this kind of passageway, it's just Vaughn and all of his his entourage just kind of <laughs> plugging it. So right. you get to the mouth of it, and then it's just a bit of a 
We can't get. Fucking move. We're getting, getting yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, We're all in the same block now, right? We're all pushing. Yeah, you're all, you're all within like 10 feet of each other. Cool. Alright. Alright. That'll be me. Um, okay, next up is the other undead giant. Can he hit somebody else? <laughs> I'll say because you're the lone figure that like starts moving up to it, it's going to try and like take you out before you kind of get lost in the confusion. Right, yeah. Um, so there's going to be two attacks against Satine. Um, no, as you begin running towards the group, uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw sure. for me. Go get chilly. <laughs> yeah, just like a chilly. Boy. Not good at this. Nine. Nine. Is it a spell? Really? Uh, no, this is just a little bit of a. Uh, yeah. So you take twenty-nine points of cold damage. Oh, can I half that? You can with uncanny. So that's. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, but you are now f- paralyzed until the end of your next turn. Yeet. Okay. Okay. All right. That's its turn. That's all we can do. Uh, Sayri, you're up next. A wave, like a almost like a literal wave of undead, is sloshing about and like pr- like pressing towards you at uh, an incredible speed. Okay. Um, and you are you are 90 feet away from where these lot are. And how far away is this wave? Like 30 feet. Behind you. Behind me. Yeah. I'm gonna turn, wait a couple of seconds, so there's more within, like, uh, like 20 feet. So a matter of seconds. Okay. Uh, as I cast turn on dead. That's it. Okay. That's why he's the goat. Understanding that it's not going to hit the whole wave. So their turn comes after you, so they're currently 30 feet away, so... Typically you would hold an action for something to happen, so... Either you move a little bit closer and do it and then run, or you're holding fire to, like, take them out. I'll do that second one. You're gonna hold fire. Mm-mm. Nope. No. That's one. That's <laughs> one of the DMs saying, "Don't do." I'm just no, 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 no. He's not saying anything. I'm just trying to get an understanding of. He's just how, saying how deep like, is this wave? How far back does it extend from Sayri? From you? Yeah. You can't see the end of it. And how? What's the range of your turn on dead? Thirty feet. So, you've got like two hundred foot of undead behind your 30 foot bubble. So even if you filled that 30 foot bubble with completely turned every single one of them, get stampede. there's 200 behind them. Yeah. Uh, Just so you have- Yeah, but practice. I'm still gonna cast it and run, so that's enough of a push back but to get more distance. Well, Cause then I'll gain that distance. So if, you move, yeah. if you move as far as you can without burning resource to do so and then do it, or hold it to then do it. No, cause you still be within 30 feet. Yeah, well you just dash and gain the same distance without costing... Because of the rate at which they're coming at you, it's almost like you're taken off the top of it, but the other rest yeah, of it's coming just true. as fast as... Dash. Get and now you want to do your turn undead. This isn't the time. 
There's plenty You'll get to do it. There's plenty of undead to come. Yeah. Do not worry, it will come in useful. Get to fuck. Alright. I won't blow my wads this time. I'll just dash. <laughs> so, action, movement. That gets you 60 feet, so you're still 30 feet away. But as you get to that Actually, 30 feet... My walking speed is 35 feet. Ooh! Oh, yeah, so <laughs> 70 feet, so 20 feet away from the mouth of this entrance, and you can just see this large undead creature starting to like carve into the the group, and also uh, a frozen satine just kind of stuck there. Um, and just to your left as well, uh, Beta just running alongside <laughs> you out of the fire into the front. <laughs> no, wait, the other way around. You, you see me yeah. at the mouth. Like yeah. beckoning you in, and then it, I'm not doing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that shot um, where it's like it's Sayri, and then just from behind her. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Go on, Knowing that um, Van would want the best for Beta, it's probably safe that I join in. <laughs> so I'll make my way in that direction. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> The horde begins to fill this kind of portion that you're in. So that's that initial choke point, and they all just start to spill out and spread. Uh, so another 30 feet. 30 feet wide? Or no, like further feet closer oh, to you. Yeah, so from you, they're only 40 feet away. Hmm. Where are they from me? Another 20 on top of that. So yeah. 60 feet. Because I'm, am I with you guys, basically? Yes. I'm, I'm with yeah. You, you guys are, the you're, yeah, you're at the back, of, like, you're trying to get into a busy club, and there's just too many people in your way. <laughs> you've been promoted yeah. to the entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're in. You're in. in. Well, a spot to soak the yeah. up. A couple But you, you can't. Can't move, yeah. yeah. You're frozen solids. All of your muscles have seized. All you saw is just this flash of blue. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Con saves, man. Concepts, they get ya, they get ya. Uh, right, Vaughn, it's your turn. Okay, um... Was, uh... So that thing that's paralyzing is not a spell? No. No, fine, then I can't do anything to help you, I'm afraid. So? Uh, I'm gonna try and dispel magic, but it's not, it has to be a spell, um, I do so. Can't always give laugh. Just quick. Uh, at the start of your turn, could I get you to make a constitution saving throw? Yeah. Uh, what, is this a spell or magical effect? Uh, no, this is just an area of effect. And it's not charmed or frightened? No. 17. 17's what you needed. The, this creature as it raises is kind of like bearing down on your group. You feel this horrendous cold kind of trying to take a hold of your body, uh, but you manage to shrug it off, whatever that might be. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. What you doing? What you doing? Uh, in which case, then, there's a, what? There's now, like, a tunnel, I'm thinking, like, Mines of Moria kind of entrance. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much. Get, get, keep going. Charge forward. That's it, maybe. Um, I will just... Uh, wow. I don't have prestigitation. What is happening? What <laughs> <laughs> kind of wizard are you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that one's even hit me. I'm surprised. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I dash in. I don't want to get I want to get far away from all this shit as possible. So double okay. movement, yeah. get in. 30, 60. Yep. You, they, they kind of like form in a little bit, so you're about three people wide, so you're moving. In oh, yeah, they'll, three, they'll break formation. Ph- phalanx. Yeah. S- s- tip of the spear. Yeah, so you begin to make your way up, and you can, even at this point. So sorry, the rain has stopped. That's I've got inside. It's <laughs> <laughs> accurate. Um, yeah, so you begin to work your way up this path, which seems to be about. Maybe like. 100 feet in length it, again it starts to narrow off even more so as you get towards the other end like it's almost like suffocating the light that's filtering down from the top okay and then yeah wait to see which of my companions survives because there's nothing I can do yeah um, we'll be there but we'll uh, be on your six so team uh, you don't get a turn but you're unparalyzed yeah I'll be back to say back by popular demand. Um, okay, uh, it's the other, well, it's the giant's turn. Um, can make two weapon attacks. It is going to take one attack against you, Satine. It's going to go to carve down with its uh, great axe. For a 22. Um, so that is going to be uh, 32 points of uh, slashing damage halved to 16. And with you, Sayri, starting to actually now approach, you just see it kind of reach its hand into the wall and just scatter a load of rocks at you. Um, uh, That is only a 16 to hit. Nope. So you actually manage to raise your shield up as all these stones start to pelt the ground Mm. around you, almost like a trebuchet has just launched a load at you. Uh, <laughs> mm. um, but no no effects, no effects. Um, right, uh, it's actually your turn now, Sayuri. Sayuri. I'm just gonna carry on running uh, direction of Vaughn. Uh, That's like into the Bottleneck, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you were 20 feet away from that, so 30 feet gets you in. Cool. Um, as you using action and movement. Uh, how far away is Farn? We're deep. Yeah, they're, oh, 60, okay. they're 60 feet in, so they were 80 feet away from you. Okay, I'll, so you can I'll, close the gap. I'll do the dash, yeah. Okay, as you leave the giant's range, it's going to use its uh, opportunity attack to try and hit you with its great axe. That's a big range. Mm. Uh, it's a big duck. Uh, for a 19. Uh, yeah, but the... It's undead, right? So it has disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, nice. Strong. 18. Oh, just on the money. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's nice. <laughs> I don't want uh, uh, <laughs> Do be like that. So, you... 
wasn't too bad. You take 15 points of slashing damage. Okay. As on the backhand, it carves the ground behind you and actually slices up your back, but that actually kind of gives you a little bit more momentum <laughs> into this kind of narrow passageway. Let me gain another five feet. <laughs> Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> You're now okay. five feet away from Vard's group. In waving distance. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Horde now moves up another 40 feet. Okay. The... Because <laughs> it starts to swarm, like the pressure of Jesus. undead pushing through yeah. is actually propelling them further in. Oh, um, fuck. Okay. So, told me you turned undead out. Out there, right? What? Vard <laughs> is asking whether you can turn up there. <laughs> I was waiting for the right moment. <laughs> yeah. um, that, like, kind of, yeah, bottleneck area, in terms of, like, a, a body, like a medium-sized body, human-sized body, how many can you get through at once? Uh, about three. Because it's about 15 feet wide. So three, four, no, quite a few. Hmm. Yeah. Could I mean? I mean, I'm too far. No, so I'm not saying anything. Um, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm uh, joking. You, as your kind of, uh, paralysis ends, you kind of look over your shoulder and you can just see undead like clambering over themselves, like constant. Jesus. Crawling at How you. How far behind are they? Uh, at this point now, they're about forty feet away from you. Okay. So that that kind of brush line. It's like you can hear the rumbling and you can see like bits moving and then just all of a sudden bodies just spraying fucking out from the trees. That's <laughs> fucking mad. Uh, but it is now your turn. Cool. Could I get you to make a constitution saving throw for me? To break out of this? No, no. To something else. Oh, no. good. Something worse. Three. Okay. The, the cold emanating from this giant, um, kind of, you feel it in the deepest parts of you. Uh, on this turn, you can only make one attack or one bonus action. So you can move and you can only take one of those two things. Uh, well, I can use bonus action to dash. Yeah. So I'm going to use dash. With my movement. 60 feet. 60 feet. So you get, you catch up to these lot, and now you're all 60 feet deep into this tunnel. Yeah. Um, as you do, no, because it's already used its reaction. Um, so yeah, so you're all 60 feet up, but from this point. Yeah. yeah. Should we do we blow the cave? <laughs> How do we do it? Yeah. Close. I mean, does anyone have a means? Can we close the door? No. No. I mean, I can uh, summon a guardian. To stand there for eight hours. It's not going to well, That was the end of your turn. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> shit, shit. Hey, hey, you can do that on your turn. At this point now, the giant kind of like holds the edge of the cave entrance, too small for it to fit in, but oh, looks down. Oh. Um, I was the first one in, so I'm probably first away. You are probably the furthest away. Probably. I got an extra five feet of a push. Okay. So I'm only five feet away from you now. Hmm. You've got that coin there, right? From yeah. Game Tea? Yeah. Oh, that lovely yeah, Game Tea yeah. coin. Could you flip it for me? Uh, heads, uh, it's Sayri. Tails, it's Satine. <laughs> it's Tails. 
Death's Head. Death's Head. Wait, who did I say that was? Oh. This, uh, this chump. Okay. So honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe why I'm saying Action replay. Cameras. Uh, uh, could you make a constitution saving throw for me? I fucking hate you. It's con saves gonna be definitely. Yeah. Literally. Fourteen. Fourteen. The plus one is always a bad day on the con save. <laughs> You take 30 points of cold damage, halved to mm-hmm. 15, and are paralyzed. For okay. fuck's sakes. I get Okay, I don't, don't worry. We've got this. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's all it can do. Um, Sayri, mm. it is now your turn. Uh, so as you're running, yeah. um, just like five feet ahead of you, uh, Satine just stops as she like looks over her shoulder. Oh. Mm. Um. Do I recognise her as being paralysed? Um. This what happened to me earlier. If that helps. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, ran past me, right? Saw you frozen. Yeah, I think you're just frozen yeah. in fear. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, you can make a quick... a quick medicine check. It doesn't... barely ever gets to be rolled, so... Day 20. Day 20. Ooh, I knew uh, I took proficiency for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see that there is, like, almost like a deep blue coloration to Satine's red skin, specifically around her joints, which indicates to you that she has perhaps been frozen in place. Uh, uh, now the question is, do I have a spell to get paralyzed? If you have warriors, now is the time. Uh, I mean, I am pretty strong. Both work. You can pick me up. Yeah. You can pick me up. I'm I, I was gonna get all my boys to. I was throw. actually gonna. I'm actually just gonna call out and yell because he's only five feet away from me. Yell at Van to tell the entourage to pick up. Satine. The entourage. <laughs> <Stick> <laughs> then you're me. gonna be like. <laughs> 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 And uh, are we classing that as an action? Um, we'll say that's your bonus action. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, in that case, I will turn and 30 feet away from me uh, cast um, Guardian of Faith. Uh, so. Uh, 33 from where we're standing towards the bottleneck of the undead, a large spectral guardian appears and hovers for the duration in an occupied space. So that'll be up to 8 hours. Until it takes 60 points of damage. 60 points of damage. Yeah, but anything that gets within 10 feet of it uh, for the first time uh, will take 20 points of radiant damage, failing on deck save. Sheesh. How big is this creature? It is... 
it like? It just large? says large, yeah. Okay, okay. cool. Alright. Uh, but it does hover, if that makes a difference. So they could clamber underneath. Well, it's just basically like an, it's a damaging bubble. Yeah, yeah. So, um, any particular form that this takes? Um, oh, <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Nah. He's busy getting glizzy. <laughs> He's getting so much Josh to smithereens, man. Um, I can't take it. <laughs> what, no, no design head. Tell me that. There's some elf who once had the Moonblade, so then I can't remember her name. So they, her name was Moonblade. So, so they appear, and with the sword in front of them, this like white kind of bluish hue energy starts to emanate from them, pulsating. And you can see the um, the uh, giant that was originally like leaning in, kind of immediately singes most of his face, and kind of recoils a little bit. Um, end of your turn. The horde move up another 40 feet and actually get to the mouth of the entrance. Yeah. But as they do, you can see the first few immediately start running up to it and just like almost immolating upon um, entry. Nice. Um, That's hot. Mm. All right. Cool. Um, I'll. Yeah, I can't really use my movement to like nudge Satine's body towards the entourage <laughs> if they oh. haven't made it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I'll just run. <laughs> yeah, we'll say you, you've done a lot on your turn. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You've been very liberal. Thank eight, you. Eight, uh, that sounds like a really good YouTube video. Eight hours of immolating undead. <laughs> 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 yeah. I could fall asleep to that. Just as I'm sizzling and screaming. <laughs> um, lovely stuff. Uh, cool. Next up, Vaughn. Pick her up. Wow. That's the party move right there. Your mind brings out a beer bomb. Yeah, so you're later. Chainsaw crash helmet. Fire. Your entourage yeah, pick her up. Uh, being led by um the by the Alpha they're, 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 they're who was picking up the rear. Yeah, so he immediately starts to and just kind of passes her on to the group there just like <laughs> Start passing her down. I'm like, no, 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 you run with it. <laughs> yeah. um, security will get her at the end. That's fine. <laughs> we'll say, I'll say that they can only move 45 feet because they do lose some movement from mm. crowd surfing. <laughs> uh, if they're still dashing, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got nothing to help here. It's very annoying. Uh, shouldn't have such shit con. It's my problem. <laughs> Um, but you make it another 60 feet, and at this point yeah. now you can actually kind of see the exit now where it starts to open up a little bit more. Okay, we need to blow this. Do we need to. Well, that will do some. Yeah, that will hold them off for quite a while. How much damage was it? 20 radiant. Oh, but on undead, that's. Yeah, probably will keep them at bay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll sit down and <laughs> join myself. <laughs> You've got eight hours. Yeah, right. Have a little sleep. Oh, it's a great sound. <laughs> yeah. The sound of the scene. You can't hear it without being yeah. like, oh, yeah. maybe I should just take it. Yeah. 
Guardian is just a girl with headphones on. (laughs) (laughs) No shield, just a laptop. Yeah, just stood there with the shield, just like like they're just dying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Moths to a circular. Right, just get a wriggle on. Satine, can't do anything on your turn. However, you do still move 45 feet as you come to. Boys, you got your side. There's just undead. <laughs> For a minute I shit and then realise I'm wearing capes. Yeah. You see the capes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, these are the boys. Cape check. Boys, hold up, hold up. As they're running back, you just tap each one on the head to be like, yeah, it's, it's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're little... not you. You're not allowed. <laughs> oh, Get out of here. Have the little red backpacks holding up. Immediately <laughs> assimilated. Assimilated. <laughs> Immolated. Assimilated. Boys uh, out. <laughs> Frost Giant. Too big to fit in. And unfortunately, its freezing stare only has a distance of 60 feet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so it cannot do anything. It can still hurl rocks at you. Um, bowl them down there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's got a range of 240 <laughs> feet, but we're saying that because of the passageway and the tightness of it, it can't quite get enough of an angle on it. Strike! Um, nice car! <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, Sayri is your turn. Oh wow! Uh, uh, they're sixty feet ahead of you at the moment. Because you we've like forty-five feet. Oh right, okay. Um, Sorry. I'm just gonna dash up to them. Dash up. Dash up. Right. Dash up, baby. Movement speed. Dash. Yep. Cool. As you are the one on the rear, as you're running up, uh, you turn, and as you you're kind of. Um, what's the spectral guardian? Uh, guardian of faith. Guardian of faith is stood there. Um, at first, yeah, corpses start to slide past it, um, kind of drifting either side. Um, but eventually, moving at fifty feet, they the undead slowly begin to swarm it. Oh fuck! creating almost like a bubble yeah. around it where there's just constant corpses burning and climbing over and burning and climbing over until they start to wash past yeah. it. Um, certainly slows them down um, and they don't get their full 50 feet of movement. Okay. So they only get like 20 feet up. But you can, there's now just this horrid stench of burning flesh um, and just undead starting to like clamber up the walls. Um, uh, but yeah, and then, then there's just like the little bits of light coming through yeah. from, your, uh, from your guardian of faith. Um, so slow them down, yeah. certainly. That was the plan. Anything to blow the, the cave in? I think it's time to blow. Are you about to fucking yeah. blow? Are you about to blow? Oh. I don't have anything to blow. Oh, yeah. I'm, Me neither. Oh, there's still kind of like blowing the game and there's nothing. <laughs> we ain't got nothing. I thought you had like dynamite. That's why you kept bringing it up. No, <laughs> that's because of the last game. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. I guess we're going to keep running. Yeah, keep on running. Just keep on going. Yeah. Run until we hit the boss. <laughs> they die. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, can I look around to see if there's any like caverns or anything? Uh, sure, make a perception check. Say it. What are you doing? What are you Say doing? it. Just <laughs> hanging around. Savory. That's <laughs> right. Um, unfortunately, you are. This is this is a lot, mm. and um, all you're focusing on is is getting out of this tight passageway. 
Lovely stuff. Uh, right, that's the whole turn. Uh, Varn. Keep running. I've got nothing else. So with your action and <laughs> your movement, you <laughs> break Sorry, out no. onto the actual, on the other side of this this kind of couple of miles. Yeah, and it's a big red button that says shut the door. There isn't, but you can see that like there is enough space around either side of where the canyon kind of overhangs that with enough force, you could probably knock enough debris down. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just used to people having, I don't know, fireball, uh, any kind of damaging spells that would cause damage. I'm a necromancer, I'm not a... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be more dead. Yeah, this is what you should tell me. Sometimes be a little bit less dead. (laughs) Rocks die. Yeah, I've got like blight, negative energy flood, and finger of death. Devil finger. Um, cool. Well, I mean, you know, to the plane. You know that you can do that. To die. Um, <laughs> if you've got some blunt weapons, you could probably. I'm just gonna throw rocks at the other bigger rocks and hope that it. Chisel, get a chisel out. Uh, I've got a warhammer. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You windy little bitch. Um, <laughs> make an investigation check. Really wanted that to be on that one. No, that's fine. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I will say that with enough understanding of the earth geology, geology, uh, there are certain points that if you were to direct your companions to strike in these places, it could cause enough structural damage to fill the canyon. Fill the canyon. I see. <laughs> How'd you get so canyon? It's not always so canyon. I was born canyon. Just eroded that way. Yeah, eroded that way. So, yeah. I'm oh. withering. Yes, I am. Uh, Satine, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, we've been, all dashed out, so next yeah, turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where am I now then? You're like 12. I'm still on the. I'm still being carried you're, on you're still six feet yeah, above ground. Fi- you're 15 feet away from the exit. Okay, so I'll just jump. Forwards and p- keep motion going. Thumbs up to the boys behind. Um, outside the mouth. Just use my thirty feet of movement. You're there. Hello. <laughs> Should what do we do? I'm at a loss for words. We could potentially cause a cave in. Okay. Time. Yes. Just get cracking over there. Should I shoot it? Here's a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot him, because I've got to shoot him with the thing. <laughs> yep. Does that do anything? <laughs> that va- shoot the rock! Roll <laughs> <laughs> damage. Do I get sneak I, on it? I will sneak attack the rock. I will say, you would probably have a better time with this if you use the rear end of this, if you use any kind of bludgeoning. <laughs> to be fair as well, I wouldn't do it yet, because Sayri's got out, so mm. I will know what to do and move towards it and hold my attack to Have you got any pitons? Pythons? Uh, when I was setting up I literally skipped the basic adventures. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have done if I had just added that, so... And what, what items do you have? I've got my dagger of venom, yeah. my crossbow... Poison the yeah. cave. 
Another dagger with blood rot and ascending stabbing. Okay. Probably best to use the the butt of the yeah the crossbow. <laughs> Heroes yeah. of the world, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, right. I'll I will move over to where you said would be a good place to okay. strike and wait and hold, hold my hold for you to get out. Hopefully, you can help me when we get there. Yeah, I got a hammer. Yeah, um, got actual useful equipment for this. <laughs> uh, giant can't do anything. Um, Sarah, it's your turn. I'm gonna run out. Uh, how many feet left did I have before? Uh, you had like 60 feet, so you'd have 10 feet. Okay, after the damage, after the dash. Yeah. That's all I can do, really. So you get out, 10 feet to move to wherever it Varn points yeah, to. Kind of, yeah. Just like, <laughs> cool. And you get ready. I just pose. Yeah. All right. Horde moves at full speed, 50 feet. And uh, for anybody, uh, probably most likely for you, Varn, you can just see them like scattering along the walls, climbing along the floor, almost like caving in on themselves. Um, How's my guardian doing? At their. That's gone. That's gone. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's constantly like if this was based on experience, you'd be leveling up like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Right. yeah. 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 So I'm level thirty. <laughs> Your guardian arrived and was like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Instead <laughs> of a challenge. <laughs> so it's just like spewing yeah. corpse like dust. <laughs> um, but they're now about seventy feet away from you. Uh, oh. All right. Now it's back to the top of the initiative. Wow. Uh, help out guys, I guess, with their butts <laughs> and their swords yeah. and their fists. Yeah. <laughs> Elbow drop it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Did you get the entourage to like charge into it? Yeah. They're dumb undead. I mean, they've probably got. Bludgeoning. Uh, if, you, if you throw an undead at a certain speed at an object, how much damage does it does? <laughs> if it's an entourage, there has to be one that's like a muscle guy. Well, how old do you have to be in an entourage? <laughs> <laughs> how old do you have to be in an entourage? No, no, no. That's a large cheeky little secret. <laughs> the zombies have got bludgeoning fists. Uh, okay, so <laughs> they take the other side. Even they're like, okay, boss. Say so. They take the other side. You guys have got your side, right? So this will be. <laughs> we say that this will be uh, a group skill challenge. Are we flanking it now? Yeah, I think we get advantage. Yeah. So. This will be athletics. Yeah. I will give you advantage because you rolled high enough to oh, okay. know where the structural weak points would be. So that is advantage, athletics check from everybody. So one word, well, a singular roll for zombies yeah. versus the wall. <laughs> that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, What is athletics based off of? Strength. Uh, sorry, are we all doing that? Yeah. yeah. Athletics, did you say? Yeah. That's for 20. Second one of the night. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh. Uh, 18 from me. 18, success. Uh, 23. Success. success. 20, 21 with a natural 20 for my zombos. Two successes, and then for yourself as well. Oh, I'm not helping. 
You said you were helping. Uh, well, entourage. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, punch it. Scratch it with your claws. Mm. Wow, okay, so that would there's be like, one failure. There's like three zombies. Yeah. Uh, that's three times as good as I'm ever going to do. So. Yeah, they're taking care of one side, and then you guys are handling the other side. All right, I'll micromanage. <laughs> <laughs> Over there. Oh, that is it. I mean, yes, I would do that. Luckily, that. even if, if in a very Quinn way, Vaughn was to just stand there, there are still enough successes for the walls to begin to cave in. Good. Good. Well done, All guys. I can think of is, like, we're just, like, slacking away, and you're just watching. And then you get bored. Let's say you come over to help, and then you go to Steve, and be like, yeah, well, one of them cigarettes going down. <laughs> <laughs> busy, yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> and the cave walls begin to crumble in as the undead still continue to try and push through and just boulders are taking them out and crushing them until it actually creates like a compact, like kind of semi-curved uh, wall where there's just various limbs, blood, faces kind Ooh. of pressed through and some of them are still trying to ah. reach for you. Um, but it seems to have done the job in blocking this passageway. Did maybe a couple get through and then died? Somehow. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine. Do you know what? I would have held my action, <laughs> there we go, right. to uh, kill them when they came through with something, a spell, Ray of Frost. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the players are invested. <laughs> kill my boys. Come back to my Yeah, did kill you. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, Excellent. How many are you going for? Uh, just a couple. Just literally just like two. Just two? Okay. Roll a d20. Ten. And a natural one. Okay. I will say that you only got one. That's fine. There you go. <clears throat> well, <laughs> breathing heavy, you manage to um, kind of push yourselves away from this closed-in canyon exit. Um, but as you finally direct your attention to your objective, you see this jagged kind of horizon line. Um, razor sharp black teeth biting into the kind of darkened grey sky ahead of you um, and you see <coughs> hundreds if not thousands of tents yeah. catapults other various weapons of war um, kind of in a kind of littering this clearing ahead of you um, this kind of mountainscape and at the base of this mountain, where most of this seems to be kind of facing, uh, is an ebony fortress uh, whose details you can only somewhat kind of make out even from this distance, kind of a good 500 feet away, um, are only visible from a few torches that seem to be kind of lighting the ramparts and the external walls. But at the apex of this fortress, is a steady, pulsating green light that shines over just about everything within this area and kind of creating these long, drawn-out shadows that kind of light over you from all the debris. 
and that's where we're going to end tonight as you pass the Valley of the Giants. Hey, well done. Nobody died. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Getting closer. Uh, well, sorry for a late one, but hey, that's one shots for you, right? Three shots. Eleven shots. Now I have twelve shots. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we will be back in the next session, hopefully, with Rob in tow. Um, excuse me. Uh, that will be next week. Is it next week? Because this is an off week, right? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm easy. We'll put it out on the socials, which, by the way, make sure you remember to follow us on the various social media platforms <laughs> DDND Pod, Twitter, TikTok, Insta. Threads. Pick your poison. Fred's now as well. Yes. I don't even know what you do on Fred's. Is this you weave? You weave a basket. That's it. Damn. There's something on there like the Fed verse. Yeah, like F E D. Yeah. Like, like Fed line. Ooh. Like K Fed. I don't know if I like that. Um, also, of course, check us out, out on YouTube. The edited versions will go up there, and any kind of bonus content that we have that will also go up there. Um, uh, don't forget to check out Thinking Critically um, for some more highbrow entertainment for you, uh, yearnful listeners. Um, and of course, Game Tea, check them out. Discount code DBRIGZY, S T H E B R I W G S Y, just letters to get yourself 5% off your order. Um, I think that just about covers it. We're all very sleepy boys, so we're going to love you and leave you. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.